What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 110 of the Taste Cast, a weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do a bunch of random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. And quick reminders, we are running out of time in February to download and play Sims 4 and Bioshock Collection, both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Game or Plus Club. Let us know we thought of those games. We'll let you know we thought of them. Like I said, you got like a week left to do that. And our game of the month randomly picked is Monster Hunter World and Iceborne. Make sure to uh, play that if you have it. Pick it up if you don't. I would definitely recommend it and uh, play that. Come back at the end of the month for game of the month. We'll talk about that as well. Uh, we got a real big Monster Hunter fan base in our community. So uh, I think we'll have good things to say about it. We're all big fans of the series as well. Uh, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And if you love us extra, then uh, even even more so than liking and commenting and all that shit, you can check out our Patreon. Links down below. Everything that goes into the channel goes right back into the channel. And uh, yeah, hashtag AskTLG as well if you want your comments to be featured in the show in our new comment replying segment that will be in this episode as well. All right. Uh, yeah. So every taste cast, we typically start with what we've been playing. Chris, before we do that, how the hell are you? I'm tired. <laughs> I bet. I would say the last two weeks we've tried to get you on and your schedule has been shit. I hate clopening. I hate retail. Yeah. No, I feel you. I did it a while back and I, ever since I got away from it, I just have not looked back. Dealing with people, dealing with fucking <sighs> shitty schedules. Ugh. But there's some good news in the future as you may be moving back very soon. Sooner than I anticipated. <laughs> yeah, which is exciting. I don't want to reveal anything that you might not want out there, but uh, yeah, you're coming back. Very exciting. We have you on set more often, which is very cool. So, really excited. We'll have to go get ramen. Get ramen, fuck yeah. But my diet. Yeah. I did great all through January. I went fucking hard carnivore diet, did awesome, lost like 15 pounds. And then on my birthday, I'm like, it's my birthday. I'm going to eat whatever the fuck I want. And I've been in that mentality ever since my birthday, which was January 31st, Wade. Um, I've been eating ice cream and fucking all sorts of carbs. It's been delicious. Delicious. <laughs> I, I love ice cream. I'm not a big candy guy, but I love fucking ice cream. It's so good. All right. Uh, anything you want to say before we jump in? Chris, doing fine? Doing good? Everything's awesome? You coming back soon? I don't anticipate the drive home. Oh, you're driving back. Oh, yeah. All your <sighs> shit. You got to bring your stuff. Can't just yeah. pack that on the plane, on the private plane. Oh, no. I don't have to pack anything. Oh, the yeah. military is packing and moving everything for us. That's very, that's very nice. I don't have, I don't have that kind of <laughs> options. But if I did, I would be getting my my tax dollars fucking in use. Words, <laughs> possibly. Yeah. Fake anyway, stuff. <laughs> let's jump into what we've been playing. Chevy, you want to start? Sure. Um, I'll get the easy one out of the way first. I have been quote playing unquote idle champions of the forgotten realms. Uh. Yeah, it's a, just an idle click game that's based in uh, Dungeons & Dragons. And uh, the biggest difference I've seen so far is instead of it just continuously going, you pick missions and they do begin and end, and then you pick another mission and you kind of keep doing that. So is it actually licensed? It's theirs, okay. yeah. Um, it also kind of does the Borderlands thing where you can put codes in and get uh, boxes to open up. So, uh, which I hate, but yeah, that's I hate cool. as well, but they, they have it. They also have obviously a microtransaction store because of the fact that it is a free to play game. They want to make money, but 
Uh, as far as I can tell, that is just to essentially get a head start pretty much or to get further quicker because as anyone who's played these games knows, their time it sinks. Like the longer you play, the stronger you get. You can re-roll usually, start over stronger type of deal. I don't know how it works in this one, but so far it's been you know entertaining enough for what it is. Uh, I've also been playing Final Fantasy XIV. Imagine that. Uh, Patch 5.2 came out. Did the raid. It is awesome. It uh, is? Yeah. It yeah. is very awesome. And I'm surprised how hard it is for uh, normal mode, which is kind of crazy. I was also half asleep by the time we finished it. That's the worst. And I was struggling uh, with <laughs> the fourth encounter, which I won't say the name of because it's a bit of a spoiler uh, if you're following the story of the raid. Uh the third encounter was probably the hardest for me to at first until I got it down though. It's a lot of like yeah. portals show up essentially and you have to see not only get out of the way of things dashing through into the portals, but then they're going to come out portals as well. And then eventually you also you have to intentionally get hit by opposite colors of things and, and it'll switch your element left back and forth and you have to know where to stand. It, it's annoying. So <laughs> um that sounds kind of complicated it's just a, it's very uh <clears throat> they always try to do this it seems like with the third out of the four is very like individual responsibility like mm-hmm. you're going to kill yourself if you're going to die essentially mm-hmm. so um which i really appreciate because it kind of makes people individually up their own game versus relying on the team as a whole um and then other than that, they, uh, launched ocean fishing, which, um, you know, I was kind of curious about the whole time we're talking about it, been doing it. It's a lot of fun. Actually. It's like the perfect time limit where like you're in a spot, six, seven minutes goes by. It goes to the next spot, six, seven minutes. goes. So by the time you might be getting burnt out, it's loading to the next spot and then it ends. And mm. it's just a whole mini game. You just sit there and you try to catch fish. The higher score you get, you can get rewards. There's a I showed you the one minion. It's a little chubby shark. Oh, dude, I love that guy. <laughs> How do you get him? You hit five thousand points in the ocean fishing, and you That's can it? do it, and you can do it at level one fishing. So, hmm. yeah, it's pretty neat. You say you say that's it, but it's a lot harder than you think it is. There's a lot of RNG. So yeah, but five K is not too bad. Still trying to get the ten K mark, which is where you get the shark mount. There's this big ugly shark you ride on the back of. And then at 16K, you get a title. Oh, yeah. Like in a cool way, though. Hmm. Um, also, I get a little concerned that the Viera, the way they lay on it, it's very like seductive on this really ugly shark. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? You're worried? <laughs> they can lay any way they want. They can, but it, <laughs> it's so weird. What, you'd have to see the mount. It's like intentionally very gnarly looking. Um, yeah. What else? They did an extension of the Yorha quest line. I was a little disappointed in. I don't even know why they added it, to be honest, because it has Damn. nothing to do with the Yorha storyline. No, that's discouraging. Yeah, well, it's only like two quests. So, I mean, it's not like a huge time sink or anything. Just kind of a bummer because I'm still waiting for them to flesh out that story. Am I missing anything, Chris, that released that patch? I did everything. I kind of just been cracking out since the patch came out. I can't. I can't think of anything major yeah. other than those things. I know in a few weeks we're getting the next half of the patch where we get the relic weapon, and uh, I can't remember. 
Oh, diadem. Diadem. Yeah, so yes. we get more crafting gathering stuff as well. So, anyways, I'm not gonna ramble about that too much, and I'm sure you, you'll have your own stuff to say about it as well. But, um, yeah, that's been a lot of fun. And then I played a little bit of Pagan Online. Oh. Um, I have mixed feelings with the game, but I do know that every character feels different, and I need to find one that fits my playstyle. So far, yeah, I, um, I don't have a, an issue with the game itself as much as like I haven't really found a character that really clicks with me yet. But uh, it's essentially it's a, a top down, and it says about it before, but in case you know you don't know what the game is, uh, it's a top down like ARPG, but it plays similar to like how MOBAs play, but fast paced like an action game. Um. But there's lots of loot. There's boss fights, mechanics. Uh, you know, there's a, a hub you can go to. You can party up with people. Well, the big difference between it and a typical ARPG, even though it typically it is an ARPG, is you, it is centered around a hub, similar to mm-hmm. PSO, Monster Hunter, all that kind of shit. And uh, you get with your team, and then you just go on missions. So you're not like progressing through like a zone like in Diablo or right. fucking Wilson okay. or Torchlight. Um, and they're really bite-sized. They, they're like five minutes, maybe 10 minutes tops yeah. to beat it. You go through a, an area, there's an objective or a random thing that happens, and there's a boss to fight. Bosses are more um, akin to like a boss fight in like a normal action game. They have a lot of like uh, moves and stuff you got to kind of pay attention to. Similar to Dark Souls, not as hard, obviously. And... Uh, you control your character with WSAD, not by clicking, which yeah. is very different. Um, and then each character has uh, some pretty predetermined builds, uh, more so than a normal ARPG in the sense that obviously there's class in those. These classes are built more like a MOBA in the sense that like these guys all have like a very sh- like strict uh, way to play them. You're playing a very specific character. Yeah, yeah. But and they all play mm-hmm. completely different. Mm-hmm. But um, they do have skill trees. Uh, to make them better as you level and unlock their skills and 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 uh, things that make those skills more interesting. So it's yeah, a, but it's it's gear based. So that's that's the the closest connection between it and other ARPGs like it. Yeah, um, and I I'm not like really too heavy one way or the other when it comes to liking the game. Um, so far, I'm still kind of like feeling it out. Um, I do think it plays well, so I I, I want to put that out there. I'm really surprised uh, it's not on console. Me too, because it feels like an action game. Yeah, it could that, easily play on console, like mm-hmm. a twin stick game. Um, they'd have to turn the graphics down though, because even though it's cartoony looking, it has some really impressive lighting and blur effects and shit. Yeah, and uh, boss fights are actually kind of challenging in that game, which yeah, is nice I love to it. see too. Um, yeah, I just like I said, I need to try more characters before I like have a verdict on this game. But um, I think it's thirty dollars. Yeah, probably. So if you're curious, it's a pretty uh, easy price point to. To kind of, in my opinion, obviously gamble with. So yeah, and it's and it, it has launched. So what you're playing now is what it's going to be like when I originally played it. They've changed it quite a bit since then. So, which is impressive to see. Like they completely got rid of a lot of their early ideas. Yeah, I do. I would like to see them expand the skill trees a little more, but. And they did expand them because well, no, the early yeah, version they were that. pretty. They're pretty minimal. Yeah. There was like the skills as you leveled, you unlock them, and they all had like two or three four modifiers a piece and that was it so it's more so about the loot and the gameplay yeah which i was fine with but i was like i'd like to see more expansive skill trees mm-hmm. they are easily like three times bigger at the very least right hmm. on so that's what i've been playing so 
Okay, well, uh, I'll, I'll piggyback off of that. I've also played Pagan Online a little bit, um, and uh, I'm enjoying it so far. I have the, uh, like, he's more like a Berserker type dude. He's one of the first three that you get unlocked. It used to be that you had to pick one of three, kind of like Warframe, but now you just have access to all three. That's what I'm hearing from people, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. But then you get a token, you get to buy one of the characters. It seems like they've added characters since I last played. Um, and you get to buy one of the characters before there were prerequisites to unlock the characters that you had to do to get them. I kind of liked that because it made you almost have to explore the game more and do everything to get all the characters. Uh, had a kind of a cool idea there. But um, it took a little bit to unlock my first character the first time I played it. And then when I played this you know, finalized version, you just get the tokens by playing the game and then eventually you get to purchase these characters with those tokens. So I've bought two characters since I've been playing. Um, I have the, uh, he's like a gunner guy. You run around, you got like a blunderbuss. He has a lot of rolling moves. He can drop oil on the ground. Um, and then later you can ignite that. I don't have that unlocked yet. And then I have two turrets I drop, um, which are called rats, which is interesting because each turret has rats on them. I think I talked about that last mm-hmm. taste cast. Um, but it, it, I, I always like thinking about that because it's got an interesting charm to it. They're not turrets like any other game. There's actually like rats sitting on top of them using them and shit, which is kind of cool. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I have a like druid guy who looks like Peter Pan, uh, but he's got a giant fucking bear with him. And uh, where the gunner guy, uh, you press shift to dodge with him because he's really agile. Um, when you do that with the bear guy, he just teleports into his bear. He like turns into like a spirit and flies into his bear and his bear just is auto attacking on his own but you're not taking damage anymore so say you got surrounded by a bunch of dudes you're like fuck i'm about to die you just hit that button you fly into your bear and then now your bear is tanking for you while you're getting your health back and then you come back out of your bear so it's kind of interesting like all the characters there isn't like a set theme of how the game plays um outside of you know wsad and the mouse Mm -hmm. to aim uh all the characters play completely different and that's one thing i really like about it Especially if you're playing with a bunch of people and you want to do like, I'm assuming later in the game, because in the beginning of the game, some of the stuff can be kind of difficult. I feel like later in the game is going to be even worse. And so it's a game that I could definitely see people getting good with their respective class and maybe playing with other people and doing end game content. I think when you said Warframe anyways, it kind of is a similar vibe where like, you know, every frame has a different play style. Yeah. It's kind of the same definitely, idea. Yeah. So there's something happening with ARPGs and I'm going to talk about another one. Uh, Wilson and anybody who follows the channel has seen that I've been playing it a lot lately, but um, there's an interesting thing happening with ARPGs right now that I'm, I'm interested in seeing some of the older games that have sequels coming out, what they're going to do. Because one thing Pagan Online and Wilson's doing is they're, they're keeping the fundamentals of ARPGs uh, alive and well in their game, but they're also taking on these ideas from other genres and evolving the genre. And the first time I've seen that in a long time, mm-hmm. um, the evolution in these games has been very slow, just better looking, <laughs> new skills, new loot. That's what I want. I'll fucking buy it and play it regardless. For sure. But these two games are really expanding what it is to be in that genre. So it'll be really interesting to see what Diablo 4 does, what uh, Torchlight 3 does, um, any of the games that are coming out. The one we're not getting here. I forgot the fucking name of it. But uh, that one looked oh, yeah. really cool. It's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember the name. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I really like Pagan Online, but I haven't, I haven't played as much as I'd like to, and I've been wanting other people to play with. 
Um, so hopefully I can get together and play with some people. I know Josh picked it up. You have it. So at some point we should play it. Um, I feel like uh, we can get a better uh, opinion on this game. I'm I'm very positive with it. I've played it. I think it, it's a very good looking game. Even with this cartoony graphics and graphically on a technical level, it's a very good looking game. Um, and uh, I like the structure. I like the bite-sized content of it because I'm playing Wilson right now. And that game is like, I live in that game. <laughs> Pagan, I feel like I could visit. Hop in, do a couple things, and then hop the fuck out. Very much like Warframe. You can hop in, do some missions, you know, get some stuff crafting, and fucking leave. Um, Pagan feels like that, and I, I like that. I also, I've never heard the name of the game said before, so it might be Pog, Pagan, Pagan? I don't know. Let me know in the comments. It's spelled P-A-G-A-N, but I would just say Pagan, because that's what it looks like to me. Um, but, uh... But yeah, it's it's uh it's it's cool. I like it a lot. Um, I just like that it's more action. It feels completely different than the other RPGs out there. So, um, so yeah. Uh, also been playing the Division Two uh, a little bit ever since I saw the expansion get announced. Uh, I'm excited for that level cap going up to forty. Um, retooling loot uh, is also exciting for me. Specifically, again, bring up Wilson. I'll be talking about that in a sec. Uh, playing Wilson, I'm like. Man, I forgot loot can be exciting in a game. Um, and then I was th- I was thinking back to when Ubisoft was like, "We're gonna retool loot to make it exciting." And I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, you got a point there." Because when I play Division Two, I just find a gun and I'm like, "Oh, this one's better, cool," and I start using it. And I find out I'm like, "Oh, this one's cool. It's it's a little better. I'll use that." Um, and eh, this one has better stats, but I don't like the way it shoots, so I won't use it. But I'm never fucking stoked mm-hmm. about it. I'm stoked in the sense that I got something new, but I'm never like, "Oh, fuck, this does something interesting." Uh, so hopefully they can they can remedy that with this expansion. But I, I'm excited for it, so I've been playing it. I've been trying to go up the world tiers. I don't know if it's useless or not at this point, because once that expansion comes out, it's going to be like starting over, like most expansions. Um, but uh, it's been fun to, to come back into. Uh, Division is really interesting, and everyone here has played it, so you guys all know this, but it's not a game that's ever calling to me. But when I play it, I can play it for fucking ever. That game is set up to just have you perpetually play it until you're like, I'm going to stop because there's always something to do, always something to work towards, always something to unlock, uh, like not unlock, but you know, well, I mean, there's still shit to unlock, um, even after beating it. But then like the world tiers, I think there's like five of them now. And like, uh, just getting that gear score up. The game is fun to play, which is important. The game wasn't fun to play. I, I would need that addictive hook, but mm. I enjoy playing the game. I like tax shooters. I like taking cover in games. The game still feels really good, even when you get higher level, getting those headshots matter. Um, and it's just really satisfying to play. It's fun to play with friends. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's been fun to revisit that. Although, like I've said you know, a million times, that addictive factor is just not, it's not there. It should, but, it, but it is a solid game. It really kind of sucks to hear some people's negative perception on the division two. Cause I feel like it was such a huge step forward for the division, but just like destiny two, they, they didn't evolve a whole lot. They just refined, which is good. Mm-hmm. It's a good step, but um, look, I'm waiting for that fucking wow factor. Just something to go like, <laughs> Holy shit. I need to play this. And they don't have that. So yeah, I agree with that hundred yeah. percent. Um, they're just, they just work. They're, they're good. Like way to waste time. Yeah. Hop in play. You're going to have fun. Yeah, I can't think of any um, shooter style, you know, or looter shooter, I should just say, yeah. um, that I'm ever just like clamoring to play, like yeah. any of them. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Ha- so. I don't have a fucking that, that addictive pull to them. 
I love shooters. Like and I said, the gameplay is awesome. The last time it even happened for me was Borderlands 2, and I, I played plenty of that. Oh, so. dude, yeah. Borderlands 2, I was fucking addicted to. That had the pull. 3 had it until I beat it, and I want to go back and play it more. I have been playing more, and it's fun. Similar to these games, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I really don't like the story in that game. It's, I think it's really fucking lame, so it's kind of hard for me to go back through that again. So Yeah. But, uh... But yeah, I'm I'm actually really excited for the expansion. I'll be playing it for sure. Um, it's coming out very soon too, so I, I guess I don't really need to be working on those world tiers too much because once that comes out, it'll be out. Uh, also, have revisited Dead Cells. Um, there was that Giants DLC that came out. I think that one was free, and then there's like a five dollar DLC, uh, Bad Seed or Bad Seeds, fucking. I'm a Nick Cave fan, so Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Every time I, I see Bad Seed, I'm like, is it Bad Bad Seeds? Is it a Nick Cave reference? I don't think it is. That's just my bias. But um, uh, it's like a five dollar DLC that adds like a shitload of new like weapons and and just content to the game. It's five bucks, so I picked that up and I I start playing it. And holy shit, Dead Cells is fucking dope. Have you played it? I have it installed. I haven't played it. It's it's <laughs> it's one of the best roguelikes that exists easy it's so satisfying to play it's so smooth buttery smooth the fucking the platforming is fantastic there's systems i watched a, a video on on um i forgot who the fuck made it but um the company uh has this video talking about their game design in the sense of just making the game feel good and they're talking about in platforms it's annoying when there's like a right angle platform to jump on and you barely miss that corner you'll go and just kind of fall mm -hmm. And your character will actually, if you get close to it, step onto it. So it just feels good when you jump around nice. and shit, getting around. It's more about surviving in the combat than it is about being awesome at platforming. Good, because I hate platforming. Um, the game also incentivizes <laughs> you to just fucking get in there and start killing shit real fast. Like, the game doesn't tell you, you gotta move. But it's just, it plays so good that you start just fucking running through murdering people and shit. And it just, I don't know, I can't think of another game that feels like that. Um... Except from like Super Meat Boy, but that game's not an action game. That's just a platformer. Um, That's a slam your head through the wall game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Dead Cells is awesome. Uh, a lot of the new items. I mean, I didn't even go through and look at what the new items were. I've just been playing it and I've already noticed a lot of shit I never saw before. Uh, also, right in the beginning of the game, every time you restart, like any roguelike, uh, there's all these like glass jars up in the main area before you go into the the dungeon essentially and it shows all the items you've found and unlocked uh for your runs or whatever and there's like way more glass jars now i was just like looking i was like oh fuck there's a lot there's a <laughs> you can play a game forever like i i've played it a pretty good amount not i'm sure those people have played way fucking more than i have but i've played it i've played it for fucking hours and hours and hours and i I feel like I'm only scratching the surface. There's so much shit to that game. It's crazy. And it's just so fun to play. And like like any roguelike, they, they really nail that like when you're on a good run, you're fucking, you're like, I don't want this to end. This is so fucking awesome. Then you die and you're just like, well, and then you go into the next one and you're not getting the same kind of cool shit again. Yeah, it's like Risk of Rain 2. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is also one of my favorite roguelikes. Except for um, that one's not short. Shout out to, well, neither is Dead Cells if you're on it. Like, dude, I fucking, I can easily throw 45 minutes to an hour into a run. Oh, wow, yeah. That's, Easy. That definitely sounds like Grizzly at that point then. They also added this thing that I don't remember too. Before, they had these doors that if you got to them in a certain amount of time, you could unlock them. But they, if you get to them too late, it's like, oh, this locked like a minute ago. Uh, okay. Um, so you're like, oh, fuck, I gotta, I gotta hurry up. 
Now they have a different system. They have a door that's timed like that, but then they also have a door that says uh, kill 60 enemies. So maybe you don't like to rush to get to the door. Maybe you want to take your time through the level and kill everything. Then we get to the next area, you can access the door and get rewarded for it. So now there's two different ways to go about the level if you want to. Gotcha. You, can go right down the, you can go right down the middle and just not get anything too if you, if you want to do it that way. And just like, I don't know. What would you say, Chris? Conditional doors. Yeah, it, it, it's cool. And the rewards are, are worth it. They give you a shitload of, uh, I think it's cells. I think that's essentially like kind of like the points in the game. Um, are they dead? They may be. The main character doesn't have a head, so. Um, oh. But yeah, I, I fucking, I love Dead Cells. I can't recommend it enough. Like, if you ever thought about picking it up, if you like platformers, if you like roguelikes. It's on Game Pass. It's, well, yeah, check it out if you if you have Game Pass. But uh, but buy that shit. That, they, they deserve the support. It's, it's a really solid-ass game. Um, as a guy who's not a big roguelike guy, I think it's the best one, pretty much. Uh, although it reminds me a lot of Rogue Legacy. Um, and which was which was my favorite roguelike. Still is one of my favorites for sure. I think it'd be Risk of Rain, uh, Rogue Legacy, and then fucking well, no, Rogue Legacy, Risk of Rain two, and fucking Dead Cells. But Risk of Rain two is like cooperative, so that naturally just kind of puts it up to the top two because I can play out with people, and that's such a huge um, factor for me. Uh, the other game I've been playing pretty much nonstop is Wilson, which is an RPG as well. It takes after games like Diablo and Path of Exile. Um, been playing it a shitload. Talked about it a little bit before. I have a stream up if you want to go check that out. I actually explain it in full detail throughout that stream. And I also have timestamps in the comments. Make sure to check that out if you're looking for a specific part uh, where I'm talking about you know how the skill trees work, how mods work, stuff like that. It's all explained there, so I don't have to fully explain it here. But uh, but yeah, Wilson uh, is is like a typical RPG. It's top-down, uh, loot-based, uh, really good looking. It's on the CryEngine. Uh, so that was one of the first reasons I picked it up is I was like, ooh, CryEngine. Um, when I saw the name, though, when I was picking the game up, I was like, or when I was thinking about it, I was like, was this like a fucking... I thought it was going to be like one of those like weird like um, mountain blade like Polish made like tactical mm. strategy games like that because the mm. name mm. was like Wolson. What is that? And I was like, oh, fuck, it's an RPG, which is like any of those that exist. I have to pick it up. Um, and yeah, I've I've been thoroughly enjoying it, but uh, I've been telling everybody about this. I, I really like it a lot. Uh, it's really fucking buggy, though. Um, I've ran into I think yesterday I was playing at least 20 different bugs. Um been quite a bit now i've heard other people say that they haven't run into any and that's awesome going back a second when i picked the game up it hadn't it, they didn't release the online mode yet there was no server access so you're playing offline when i play like that i never had an issue game ran smooth never had an issue with anything then they launched the game the game is fully launched now they put the servers out or they they're online so you can now play online you cannot play your single player character with your online character and vice versa. So if you play online, you got to keep playing on there. If you want to play offline, offline, whatever. Since they turned on the servers, uh, that's where all the issues have been. So if you're worried about the bugs, just play it offline. If, if Specifically, if you don't want to play with people, just play the offline, you're not going to have issues. But I'd say about 90% of the problems I've had with the game so far have been server-based. Um, specifically, those fucking Oregon servers. Every time I connect to those, it's lag city. And then I connect to the north... Uh, California servers, and I'm fine. So I'm like, that's weird. Um, huh. but yeah, uh, bugs range from like 
weird things where you click an item to put it somewhere else into your stash and it doesn't show up there and uh, it's like you never clicked it in the first place. Sometimes you'll, like any game, you press I for inventory, it opens the inventory up. You go to hover over an item, it doesn't show you the info. So you gotta click on the inventory menu and then it'll start letting you look at it. It's almost like you gotta <laughs> activate the window. Yeah, it's weird. It's all these little things. Um, if you're playing with people, a lot of the times, uh, they'll glitch out sometimes. Sometimes Josh's character will always be facing me but running in a direction but he just doesn't move Creepy. from that position um that happens actually quite a quite a bit uh sometimes they'll also be glitching and moving around kind of weird um there was a boss i fought that was stuck in a t-pose and he wasn't doing any of his this game is very like uh you know there's the red stuff on the ground you gotta avoid that tells. a lot of tells and shit um or like even in dark souls you look at the character and you can tell they're about to do something they'll pull their hand back and shit and you see it light up and you know they're about to swing stuff like that something that pagan line does as well too so that's one of the things i was saying these games are kind of evolving the genre and making it more actiony feeling so when he's stuck in t-pose he's just like this and he's sliding around without moving there's no animation he's just sliding around as t-pose and he will just disappear because when i fought him originally he's like running around he's like slicing at me he's fucking teleporting and there'd be like a puff of smoke and he's over here and shit when he's in t-pose he's just sliding at me like a crucifix and then he's like disappears and i'm like where'd he go and then he just reappears t-pose sliding at me and then he's just standing right at me looking at me in t-pose and i'm sitting there hitting him and also my health bar starts going, I'm like, is he attacking me? And I fucking have to back up and heal and shit. I killed him, but I was like, this was stupid. And then I play with Josh. I've told this story a million times at this point, but I told Josh about this story as well. And fucking then we're playing together. And as soon as we enter that bar and we go through the dialogue or whatever, Josh yells, he's like, T-pose. Or he's like, he's T-posing. <laughs> and if I look over, I'm like, I fucking told you. And he's just sliding at us T-pose. We're fucking fighting him and shit. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this isn't even rare. And mm. Fucking two out of three times I fought that guy, he's doing that shit. Which is a good tactic on his part. I fucking, I can't read it. <laughs> he should just have done that. He should. They should make a joke where the guy comes in doing the very like, can you force shit? Like, oh, you think you can fucking beat me? He's like, T-pose. And then fucking you got to fight him like that. That'd be funny. Um, what else have I ran to, into? There is a really difficult boss at the end of chapter one uh, that has... I don't want to spoil much. In fact, I won't. I'm not even going to say anything about that fight. It's pretty challenging alone already. That, and, and that's one thing me and Josh talk about. We're like, oh, this is fucking cool. It's not just like run in there, fucking hit the guy until he dies. Like, There's a whole battle to be had here with dialogue and all sorts of shit. Um, on top of that, though, for some reason, that fight... And me and Josh just fought him again and we had zero issues, which is nice. But like two different times I fought this guy now, there has been severe server lag during that fight where he will jump in the air and start fucking glitching and then go to land and then he's over here or you'll go to dodge. But there's like a slight millisecond delay latency on your roll. So like you can't time it well. Um, my first time I ever fought him, which was on the fucking uh, I streamed it. Uh, I was fighting him. I just healed. My health bar was full. And then he fucking hit me and my health bar never moves. I've rewatched it over and over again. My health bar never moves. And typically when you die, it goes, you died like Dark Souls. And you click OK and you respawn. It went to do you died and it hasn't even gone fully black yet. And it just teleports me back to the beginning of, of the room. And my health was still full. My health never moved. So I'm assuming he killed me, but it never showed me. 
So I assume it's a server thing, but it's weird that it didn't give me the option to fucking respawn. It just went, get out of here. Cool. He I was like, so hard he bitch slapped you back to the entrance. Yeah, and I was I was fucking fighting this guy forever. It was like an intense fight. And I was like, holy shit, holy shit. And then it was just so not satisfying for them to just go, get out of here. I'm like, well, what the fuck did I just spend the last 15 minutes doing? You're just Nothing. gonna be like, no, <laughs> you're not beating him yeah. right now. Not today, boy. Um but a couple things I I I you know I could go on about this game for a while because I've literally been playing this all weekend. I am I can easily say I'm I'm super fucking addicted to it. I think it's one of the best RPGs I've ever played, um, which is you know big big claim. Um, if they fix these bugs, holy shit, they got a winner here. Um, but uh, some of the, some of the things that kind of uh, make it stand out, the graphics are the best I've seen in an RPG. It looks fucking amazing, really impressive stuff uh lighting shadows there's dust floating around in some of the dungeons and when you run past lights up on your screen you can see dust particles on your screen kind of glowing from the light um which is really cool looking all the moves are flashy as fucking cool looking all the animations when you're shooting are cool and they change and depending on what weapon you're using your guy's not just going like this he's actually like swinging stuff and doing cool stuff um there's no classes in the game. You start out at a base of uh, like a fighter, which means essentially you start out with like a sword and um, a more warrior type attack, which is just a hammer attack. And then you can start out with uh, a bow and then they start out with a skill that's that's more ranged. Oh yeah, it's you shoot a bunch of arrows and you hit a bunch of people at once. And then you can start out with a staff and they get something. There's some there's some magic move, for, but from there though you you didn't pick a class you started uh, kind of like an archetype of where you might want to go. Um, the skill tree starts you out in the center, and you just uh, start from the warrior stuff, the uh, agility based stuff, or the magic based stuff, and you start branching out the way you want to go. Um, it has a rotating skill tree, which is really interesting. Uh, so even if you are going through like a warrior tree type stuff, you could turn the wheel a bit and uh, maybe start going through magic stuff to get some of the stuff there. I recently beelined it through one of my uh, trees and I got to the end and then I, I it's kind of hard to explain, but I, I, I split off into two directions in my tree and then I turned the wheel so I can continue into more of uh, my gunner stuff. But then on the right side, there was uh, warrior shit. And I was looking through that and I was like, okay, well, there's health, uh, you know, plus this much health, this much survivability shit. That will still benefit me. So I kind of still crossed through that area in the skill tree to get to the other side where there's stuff I wanted. So you can get really creative. Or if you want to make a hybrid, you can dual wield a fucking catalyst and a pistol to be ranged and use magic. Or you can use a fucking shield and a pistol or all sorts of weird stuff. The game really wants you to get creative in your build, which is something I haven't felt in a long time in any RPG. Uh, a lot of them are always really class heavy, which I, I have no complaints about, but this, I really feel like I'm crafting my character, which is really fucking cool. Um, moves are based off weapons. Any weapon you uh, are holding gives you access to uh, certain skills that are only meant for that weapon. Um, a lot of the skills uh, will say, this is for bows, pistols, and daggers. And so if you have something that fits in those categories, you can use that move. Um, so like I said, if you're holding a sword and a pistol, you can access the pistol uh, moves and the sword moves. So it's kind of cool in that sense. Um, 
and I, I want to experiment with that more, but so far I've been playing it safe. Uh, I have a dual wielding pistol guy who's really fast and high crit, um, trying to hit as much as possible fast so I can get more crits in, you know, typical shit. Um, and then I have a caster who's uh, ailment based. Ailments are essentially status effects. So I'm just trying to burn people down with a bunch of fucking status effects. And then my fighter guy, I'm still trying to figure out if I want to be uh, dual wielding, sword and board, or two handed. Um, they're all really fun. That's the thing about this game. Everything I've used in the game so far has been fucking awesome. It's good. There's one skill I've used so far that I thought visually was underwhelming, but it works and it's awesome. It kills shit, but it's just like, and that's, that's crazy to say only one fucking skill in the whole game so far. I've been like, that's kind of boring looking. Everything else is fucking dope. I love it. Uh, all these skills have modifiers as you use them, you level them up as you level them up, you get the modifiers and some of the modifiers just up the crit chance, the damage. Some of them get really creative and change the skill completely. I just unlocked this big, gross, toxic ogre dude. And, uh, later it's like, oh, you can change the toxic property over to electricity. I was like, oh, okay, let's see what he looks like then. Um, I turned on that mod and all of a sudden he's not an ogre anymore. He was this fucking... Uh, mage person with a staff completely different character different moves and everything i was like hmm. holy shit so he's not just one thing he's other stuff too um at a fire move that i shoot fireballs which look fantastic i love the the animation i turned that into electricity and all of a sudden i was shooting like electricity fucking balls and it was a completely different move all of a sudden um so yeah the game is is really everybody can make their own characters. It's, it's really fucking cool. Um, it's got really cool cosmetic stuff. Uh, every single armor uh, piece you pick up, uh, unlocks that as a skin and then you put that skin over any fucking armor you got on similar to like, wow. And all it's it's the blizzard transmog yeah. system. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's awesome that you yeah. can even do that. No, in this for sure. Game. Everything you pick up is like, this is unlocked now. And then you pay, this is really smart. You also find dies all over the place and they're account based. They're not, character based and there's a shitload of dyes um i'm just not finding reds which has been pissing me off i've been finding pinks <laughs> and purples um and i like m myself some pink and purple but i don't want my guy to just be pink and purple i'd like you know a little bit of you know a little bit of flair a little bit of colors going on there it's not just one's old color i'm not a power ranger but um uh it's cool because you can detail in colors all the pieces of every piece of your armor your fucking uh, I think they're called spaldings or spalders, something like that. They're pauldrons, pretty much, but they call them yeah. something else. Chest piece, pants, uh, right glove, left glove. You can uh, put skins on your sword. Like I said, in that menu, there's like it looks like a pet menu and shit. I have no idea what's what's going on with that. Um, but when you choose the color, um, uh, the way you want your, I was worried about doing it because I didn't want to fucking color my uh, armor and then get new armor and have to do it all over again. It literally just once you pay for that, that colorization you picked for your armor, it just goes to whatever armor you pick up next. So it just keeps moving Ooh. forward. So you're always just like that until you want to change it up again. Nice. So it's nice. really fucking smart. Um, yeah. So mods, skills, uh, it's got stats that you're increasing. Uh, it's really smart with its stats too, because it has a typical, like I think one's called aggression. One's called toughness. One's like um, wisdom, and I forgot what the bottom one is. And at first, I was like, "Oh, okay. So if I'm gonna be like a, a mage, I better you know increase my wisdom a lot, but not touch you know 
um, aggression because I'm not going to be doing a lot of melee damage. All those stats actually affect everything. Um, that just <laughs> might affect your crit chancing on your magic. So maybe you don't want a crit build uh, with your magic and you just want you know a lot of wisdom to up your um, you know magic abilities essentially magic damage um, but you won't you're not doing yourself a disservice if you do put points into any of the stats which I think is really smart it's idiot proof um, it's so it's not super deep but it's it's deep enough uh, da, 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 da. the story's really good which is weird I've never given a fuck about ARPG storylines. I'll play them a little bit. I kind of, you know, I'm playing Path of Exile and they're like, oh, kill Mervale in the cave. And I'm like, ah, fucking bitch. I'm going to go kill her. <laughs> and I go down there and kill her. And then they're like, oh, it's nighttime all of a sudden. We have to stop this. I'm like, yeah, that's a fucking problem. We should stop that. And I go do that. And then I'm playing Diablo and some guy with a beard, you walk in a room, he's like, Diablo. And then you like got to go kill the devil. And I'm like, okay, I'll do that. And someone's like, I'm an angel. And I'm like, I'm about to piss Blizzard fans off <laughs> talking like this. Um, but uh, but yeah, this game has like, first off, the voice acting is really good. Every character sounds great. Um, the dialogue is written. The writing is really good. It's, it's kind of um, TV-like. It, there's a lot of quips and people are saying shit that's catchy, but it's entertaining. Every time there's a fucking conversation, I'm interested. I'm never bored. Which is weird because a lot of times I'll zone the fuck out. Right. Characters are talking. I'm like, ah, I don't give a shit. But uh, but in this, I'm like, oh, this is really interesting. Um, they do some really interesting stuff with the characters, you know, friend info, people changing, alliance, stuff like that. Um, there's twists and turns and shit. And it also is not afraid to be cinematic in the way it presents the story. Most RPGs is always top down. But this will actually come down to the level of everybody and show like, Full on like battles happening where people are like holding the line and fucking chopping people down, stuff like that. And there's all this dialogue happening for like a three minute cutscene and stuff like that. Stuff you don't expect from an ARPG. So, um, yeah, I don't know. The, the soundtrack's good. It's weird. I, everything about this game is really fucking good. It's just super buggy. It's crazy. It's crazy how many bugs there are. People are like, is this game buggy still? I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I love this game right now. I'm not going to lie to you, though. This is one of the buggiest games I've allowed myself to play this long. <laughs> Most of the time, I'll be like, I'll come back. I didn't give this kind of fucking consideration to Brink. Yeah. Brink came out. I was like, this game's going to be awesome. Mm. And I played I'm like, fuck, these, this is unplayable. <laughs> Sometimes this game, I'm like, I don't know if I should be playing this right now. I don't know if I should be giving them that kind of fucking t- my time with this much bugs, but it is a small dev. Some people are kind of bitching about it. Like, this is unacceptable. It's still playable. The, the bugs are crazy. I'm not going to defend them too much, but it's a small dev team. Every time a game comes out and there's like a, like a hiccup and I'm not talking about Wilson. I'm talking about just in general, yeah, like any game, hiccup. small hiccup happens. And there's always going to be this group of people being like, you should have seen this in development. Blah, blah, blah. This is unacceptable type of thing. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, why are, are you making the game? Do you make <laughs> games? Yeah. Vote with your vote with your wallet. Just don't buy it. That's the best thing you can do. Um, if you want that game to not do well, you want to punish the dev for make, putting that game out, which I completely understand where you're coming from. Sometimes if I have more of a, you know, um, an opinion on a developer, I will be more aggressive about my opinion on this. But these guys, I mean, they're this company's called Wolfson something. Like they literally, yeah. they just made this game. I think it was started on Kickstarter or whatever. Okay. And so 
you know, this I'm sure they got people who have worked on games before in it, but like this is this is a small developer who fucking made this and so far, like I said, it's one of the best, if not the best ARPGs I've ever played. But it is super fucking buggy, so um but it is playable. It's just there's the, the more bugs that I've seen so far. Uh my on the map, um it the where it shows where you're at on the map will sometimes just spin on its own or try and locate you like a GPS on like, you know, your phone. <laughs> it's really weird. I'm like, what are they using to track your character on that map? I've never thought about that before in a game ever. And I'm looking at the little indicator of where I'm at on the map. And I'm like, what's it doing? It looks like a compass, like trying to figure out where North is. I'm like, uh, or I'll click and my character's running like they should be towards where I clicked. And sometimes they'll just start rotating. And spinning slowly while running in that direction. <laughs> They're just dancing, man. Yeah. It's just... it was fucking weird. Uh, one time, um, all the maps are pre-made already um, in the main areas. There's like caves that you can go to that seem random. But like Diablo, doors will randomly randomly be open this time you run through that zone. Or there, you know that door won't be there. Or a cave will be here this time. Blah, blah, blah. One time, me and Josh both see the caves open. But the cave's not on my map. But it's on his. He goes right the fuck in it, and I'm just sitting there clicking on the door that's glowing, and I can't go in. And he's like, "Come in." I'm like, "I can't. It's not. It's not here." It's like, "Yeah, it is right there." I'm like, "I I can see it. I can't go in. I can't go in at all." And fucking <laughs> other times, like I think one time fucking showed up on the map, but you couldn't go in. It's weird shit, dude. Weird shit all the fucking time. So, um, plus also I lost my character from pre-launch, so. Luckily, I only had like four hours into the game, six hours into the game. But people were at like end game at that point, and they Jesus. lost their characters. A lot of people did. Oof. Although the level cap uh, before it launched was twenty, and now it's ninety, which is fucking. That, that's a bit different. That's a crazy fucking level cap at launch. Yeah. Well then. Yeah. So it's it's a fucking it's a full ass game. It's really good, but. I, I want to just fucking tell people, buy this game. It's so fucking good. But I can't do it because the bugs are insane. I can't think of a more buggy game. That's out of Fallout 76. But that's way worse. That's broken. This game, you just see some... Me and Josh are playing every like 30 minutes to an hour. Josh is like, what the fuck? And I'm like, you got to stop asking that. You got to because it's just like this. Sometimes it'd be like that. It's mechanics. It's intended, all right? Just go with it. Yeah. It's never game-breaking outside of the boss fight. That was fucking annoying. Um, but most of the stuff, you can figure it out still. Oh, another thing, too. Just going to warn people. Another bug. I would sometimes hold shift and click on my gems to take them from my inventory into my stash. And uh, three times in a row, it would crash my game if I did that. Oh. I'd pop a gem over, pop another one, and then go and just crash. And I'd be like, send a, a fucking error report. And I'm like, I don't really want to. I shouldn't be having this fucking error, but they got to know about it. And then I popped in again, and I was like, I didn't even think about it. I started doing it, so I was like, I need to get my gems in there. And I went back to doing it, and it crashed. And I was like, what the fuck? And I went back to playing, forgot about the gems I did manually. It was fine. And then later I came back, and I went to do that, and it crashed again. I'm like, it's literally connected to that. That's fucking weird. So, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, sometimes in cutscenes, two people teleport around shit, but I've seen that in other games. So that's mm-hmm. just the way the cutscenes loading and the assets. It just tells you it's all an engine because they took some character that already existed when you're playing and they fucking warped him over to where he needs to be in the cutscene. Sometimes people are bad about that. So not naughty dog. Um, but yeah, 
Wilson's awesome. It's fucking amazing. Once they fix those bugs, I will be all about telling you, you need to pick this game up. As of right now, I'd say fucking buyer beware. Because it's fucking janky, but it is awesome. That's, uh, I think that's all the games I've been playing. Chris, what have you been playing? Uh, well, I, I dabbled in some Forza for a little while. Forza? Yeah. <laughs> Forza. It's, it's all right. It's all right. Which uh, Forza? Yeah, which one? The first one on Xbox. It's whatever's on Game Pass right now. Probably Horizon 4. I think so. Isn't Forza fucking 12 or whatever the newest one is on there as well? I think 6 is a, an actual mythical Xbox exclusive. I'm pissing Blizzard and Xbox fans off today. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's probably Horizon. Probably, Horizon 4 is I, I dabbled awesome. in a little bit that one. It's, is, it's all right. Is it like an open world you're driving around in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's Horizon 4. <laughs> I, I raced a hovercraft at one point. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's Horizon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's all right. Fun. It's 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 fun, but uh the better multiplayer. Just, yeah, it's I mean it's okay. It's so good. I love that game. I'm so <laughs> upset that you don't love it. I wish three was on Game Pass though, because I own three and I'd love to play it on my PC, but yeah, it's only four. So play four. But I like the Australian one. <laughs> yeah. That one doesn't have seasons. Man, whatever. Yeah, seasons. What about seasons, yo? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've also been playing The Division 2 since it was like three bucks. So. Oh, yeah, you but, picked it up on PC. Yeah, yeah. I love, so I, I jumped back in. I love in the Discord link down below. Uh, Keith was like, Chris, I think you're really going to like The Division 2. I was like... <laughs> We've played the division. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, we've we, done we this. We beat the division. Yeah, <laughs> and Chris is like, oh no, I like it. I already played it. And I was like, okay. I was like, what the? Wait, what happened? I was like, is this Mandela effect? Or? Uh, he just didn't know. <laughs> yeah, no, for, I'm, not, I'm not trying to flip him shit. We, yeah. love, we love Keith. But fucking, he said that. I, like, I'm just questioning my own fucking sanity. I was like, what? I thought Chris played that shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this time around, because on the PS4 I play is like basically a sniper because I really like the uh, the specialized ability you get where you send your drone up to target everything. This time I'm going more of like a close combat type character, so I've got like a riot shield and I like to shield bash people. And you're playing on PC and you're not taking advantage of that mouse with the sniper rifle? Oh, so you got that no. backwards. I don't use the sniper rifle on PS4 because I'm like, fuck this shit. But then if I put it on <laughs> PC, I'd be I'd be shooting from a distance. I'd be down the road fucking shooting people. <laughs> Everybody I'm playing with is using like really long range weapons and sniper builds. So I'm mouse. just like, yeah, yeah I want to be up close. It. It's fun to flank people and make them come out of cover and then watch them get headshot as I'm like chasing them down with my shield. It's like, man. Oh yeah, that's how I play. <laughs> um, and there's a couple new, uh, I guess, classes, I guess, since the last time I played. Because when we played, there's there like was three only three. Yep. Yeah, so the new one I'm working towards is the fire starter. So you yeah, like a little mini shield too. and a flamethrower. Excited for that. I haven't unlocked it yet, it's... but working for it. Working for it. Oh yeah, I bought the the season pass because mm. I don't I don't have to work for it. But Psych was also saying he's like I'm trying to unlock it, and I was like unlock it. Yeah, but I hadn't played in a while, so I forgot about that whole thing. And I came in, I was like, oh yeah, this. And I just picked up, started fucking flamethrowing shit. <laughs> And then he was saying something about that. I'm like, we need to unlock it. And now you're saying, I'm like, what? 
So yeah, I think that was I think that was one of the games. I stopped doing this, but that was one of those like hundred twenty dollar versions. Oh, and I was like, I'm going all in, baby. This is gonna be a game I'm gonna play a shitload of. I was wrong. I played it plenty, but I'm not playing it now. It's but why well, I'm technically playing it now. But anyway, I, I got those classes. It's a lot of fun coming back and playing again, especially yeah. on on my new computer. Yeah, I almost, I almost, when I read that you picked it up on PC, that was a game I was originally going to buy on PC because it looks way better on PC than it looks on PS4. Of yeah. course, it's going to look better on PC, but it looks way better on PC than it looks on PS4. Um, but, uh, yeah, I played it. I played the beta on there, and I was like, this game plays fucking awesome on PC. But then I was like, everyone I know is going to play it on PS4, though. So I picked it up on PS4, and then they did that $3 thing, which is fucking insane. Like, if you didn't pick it up, this fucking buying that's less than two energy drinks. This is, I think it's still on sale. Yeah, just go. They're gonna give that shit away for free. Fucking, yeah. uh, they're they're already pretty much doing it. But that that's such a steal, dude. That's that game is worth way more than three dollars. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, I almost picked it up on PC when I heard you're gonna play it on there, but I was like, I don't want to fucking restart. Even though Psycho got to World Tier One in like a night, we played. That shit don't surprise me, man. Yeah. He, he doesn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we all played with him. He was like in pretty much the beginning of the game, and we just ran through and got we beat the game. So, but I did the same thing in Destiny too when that came out on uh, PlayStation Plus. I fucking I got to the end content in like a day and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm having fun with that though. Um, and then I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV. A lot of it. I I, fatter cat. For the first time since I've been playing this game, blindly tanked the raid fights. Yeah, that was neat. You you did that, and then uh, someone we know in real life. uh, I won't won't, I guess say his name, but his in-game name is Katari. Um, Mm -hmm. Similar. Oh, gotcha. Um, Who the (laughs) fuck is that? So uh, (laughs) and he he decided he was gonna try maining healer so uh, he was like not very experienced being a healer doing that you're doing tank i was like this is great like we got people like going outside the dps you know comfort zone there uh so we were able to run like a pretty balanced group we had five people out of the eight so i yeah. mean it's, it's really neat that we're getting close to being able to just kind of run i that can't stuff. do raids you could yeah other people other people who play games with us <laughs> Who have accounts in the game with us? Who don't play with us? How many other people? There's a there's a few of you. I feel like I'm getting quite a few out. of you. you. I play it more than ever. All of them. You do. You do. I'm <laughs> better than them. And I'll say, anytime you do decide to play, you you play for a few days and get a lot done. But um, yeah, and then I fucking find a new game and I'm like, I'm gonna try this. <laughs> I'm gonna specifically call out a certain person who was visiting here recently, and then a certain person who received. Asshole? time from from chris recently so both of them someone received time from chris i don't want to give names out yeah we don't need to do that yeah there's so much there's a whole fucking world of shit i just don't know about (laughs) one of the people you're talking about though i think is a is a is an asshole i mean you say that all the time though so yeah (laughs) if he was here he definitely is a dickhead That's I'm not going to say that because why, you got me some gold Chocobo feathers. And if you, you stop playing long enough and you want to do that again, awesome. Oh, yeah, I don't know anything about that. But <laughs> he likes to he likes to pretend he's playing that game or kind of play that game. And then he straight up doesn't. He had a shit with Wilson, though. Now he loves it. So 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would really love for, obviously, people to, to play, but at the same time, I'm not going to be like, you need to play this game because, like, you know, you're either going to like it or you're not. So, And in mm-hmm. the case of the, the two who aren't playing, yeah, whatever. It's fine. I'm glad you at least tried it. So, You can be like Almixai and be like, hey, come play For Honor so I can kill you. You could also be like Almixai calling you out, apparently. Log mm-hmm. into Final Fantasy XIV for like five minutes. Go, I have to adjust my HUD. This is awful. Log out and be like, I hate that game. You didn't play it. You spent like an hour adjusting the HUD, then never played again. It's not WoW. It's, not it's too Wars. weeby for him. Yeah. Well, there's cat people in it. You're not going to get him back. And dragon people back. and bunny people. Dragon feels fine. That's, uh, that can be like European fantasy-esque. But cat people, fuck no. Bunny people, hell no. You're offending. You're offending Psycho right now. He's a bunny person. I'm not, not bunny. Cat, types of cat, cat people. Cat. I'm a fucking cat person. Yeah, both of you. There's two different awesome. types of cat people now. Huh? There's two different types of cat people now. Makote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Hrothgar. Yeah. Oh, I don't give a fuck about them. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't Hrothgar. I'm the OG cat people. I've been OG cat people since I've been playing. I, I represent cat people. I started as one, and then I've went through a few changes in life, and now I'm a dragon. A few? Yeah. <laughs> a few. I can't, I can't do it. Can't make the transition, man. I'm not, I'm not going to fucking do it. I was gonna fucking be with the bunny, the bunny, Vera. Yeah, it's gonna be the bunny, but I just can't do it. After seeing how people glamour their rabbits all the time, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'll never touch one. So. Well, goddamn! I, I just, it's typical. So it's, everyone yeah. just runs around half naked with them. So cool. Yeah, I guess. I like half naked bunny people. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, is the game fun? Like, what's, what's up? It is fun. I only have one crafting class left to get to eighty, and I'll have all the crafting and gathering at eighty. Psychopath. How do we how do we get on shitting on people? Because <laughs> we're talking about being able to have five out of eight people in a raid. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I won't play games. We were calling out people who who dabbled and and he plays three games. They're all triple Ubisoft games. They're all Ubisoft, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's telling me he's like I like Ubisoft games, like me too. And then I didn't realize that he was part of the fan club. I thought I was, but <laughs> we love you. <laughs> he ain't watching. He's too busy playing for honor right now. Uh, yeah, and then we get to redo the the raids next week. So Tuesday Tuesday night and die a lot more until we get used to the mechanics. So I'm used to it. I'm not. I was half asleep during the fourth fight. The fourth fight, I I, I I need to work on. I definitely I definitely got hit by a lot of mechanics. You should watch the Savage version. The the oh, I have that cutscene's amazing. It's horrifying. That mechanics levels in that <laughs> fucking fight. Yeah. 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 Anything else? No, that's pretty much all I've been playing. You, don't, you haven't done anything else in 14? Ocean you, uh, fishing. You what? He's been doing ocean, ocean fishing. Yeah, yeah, you did ocean fishing. Such a weird thing to hear, like, wow, I was doing ocean fishing. It's a new feature. They're trying to add more social stuff to the game. That's one of them. So. Yeah. It's literally a boat with 24 people on it. So They need to add uh, bubbles that you can customize the color of the outline around them and then have your face in them. And change the emotions on them. And then have effects you can add, like the screen shaking. And then sound effects that go... So, 
you can do most of that without the bubble though mm. you can emote make your face change however you want and make a sound effect go through people's speakers so yeah fast stars had some really good ideas man had it's coming out yeah it's not out yet so it had it's dead to me until it comes out goodness <laughs> all right yeah. next segment yeah you guys done yeah, yeah. Let's know the yeah. i said i like fuck i was waiting for you guys you guys done yet uh <laughs> let us know in the comments uh what games have you guys been playing uh what games do you think we should be playing? Recommend me some games because you guys know I just like fucking adding to that list. Um, and uh, have you played Wilson? What do you think of it? Uh, are you not going to play it? I, I'm really curious about this because I've been hearing a lot of good things about it, but also people are like, that's buggy as fuck. I talked to a guy in my stream who was like, I don't even know if I want to keep playing this game or not because I just can't beat that boss. And I I'm saw. like, I was like, I get it, man, but just give it, give it a second. I was going to hop in with him to help him with that boss, but I was like, I just want to play. I just want to play this game. I, we shouldn't have to be working together to fucking get past that boss. It's a, it's definitely a big flaw um, with the game. So, but uh, yeah, let me know your thoughts on that. Uh, how bad does it the bugs in a game in general have to be for you to not play it? And Fallout seventy six bad or or what? That game's like it's a the triple fucking, A fucking company, that's man. The sta- oh, exactly. There's no fucking excuse, and they've been shitting on everyone and talking shit and. Then they release that trash, and then they're like, hey, you know those basic-ass fucking uh, features you've been asking for for a year that every other game has for free? You got to fucking pay monthly for that shit, assholes. Fuck Bethesda. All right. Um, next, next, next topic. Next thing. I was like, next bit of news as if this is like an hour-long fucking uh, Taste of Tuesday. Uh, yeah, so I wanted a nice, chill, let's fucking welcome back Chris, have a cool conversation episode. So we are going to watch the top 10 best dreams, games, and creations you need to check out via RX Gaming. Check out his website, or his fucking YouTube. He might have a website. I'm sure he does. I think he sells, like, beard shit. I'm not doing a commercial for that guy. Um, <laughs> but we're going to, we're going <laughs> to, that fucking guy. We're going to watch this. Uh, we're going to check out what's going on in Dreams. Uh, in case you don't know, Dreams uh, finally fully released. Uh, its final form has been revealed, and it is a, I hesitate to say, a video game. It's uh, it's, it's a thing. It's you a can, creation you, suit. You can buy this thing on your PS4, it's and you can tool. make wherever the fuck you want. You can make games. You can make movies. You can make pictures. I see it. You can make music. Constantly on Twitter now. It's crazy. It's, yeah. This shit was out already. Yeah, I, I played it already. I know. And I was like, this is neat. And every once in a while, I hear someone like, you heard of Dreams, dude? It's pretty cool. I'm like, I know. It's fucking cool. What the fuck? And then like it fully releases, which is good. I'm not complaining. But everybody's like, this is amazing. And I Jen's like, I can't believe they're making this. I'm like, you guys are fucking games journalists. You knew this shit was out. Why are you acting like this is brand new, you fucks? Anyway, Dreams is out. I would highly recommend it. Check it out. It's really fucking, it's 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 amazing. Yeah. What they, what what they give you and they give you full rights to what you make. That's fucking unheard of. It's crazy. I can't believe this shit. If you make something in that and you want to use it for something, they, they, they give you full ownership of it. That's amazing. Especially with the music shit. That's insane. That yeah. You can do that because they could easily go. No, we own that. You just made it through our shit. So mm. pay us or something. They don't. It's fucking, they really embrace the creativity. So anyway, that aside, we're going to watch, uh, according to RX gaming, 
gaming's website uh the top 10 best <laughs> dreams games and creations you need to check out um i know we got people in the community who have picked this up and are checking out as well so if there's something you think we should go look at on dreams let's know in the comments anything you guys want to say on this before we watch it um only that if you are just the type of person who needs to get your hands on something and create this is something i think you have to own so, for sure yeah i'm, I'm oh, shit. well me and chris are both well I, I we're all creative here um but like i'm I make, that's a stretch on me but. i make a lot of shit i know chris <laughs> also makes stuff um so i was like naturally fucking pulled to this game but then i started using it and good on them for like their tutorial is more like you you're taking a class at a school they like sit you down they got full-on videos telling you, you how everything works anytime. and then you interact with it like you have a teacher teaching you how to like make shit like it's really the only reason i didn't go through it is i was like i don't get this fucking kind of time man yeah, it's it's time sink i felt like i i had like a fucking student loan i'm gonna have to pay off fucking work <laughs> doing this shit you did you bought it <sighs> yeah luckily yeah it's not thousands of dollars worth of fucking debt i'm in now um because i felt like it going through that class um but, but anyway uh chris what, what's your thoughts on dreams before we watch this I'm really curious to see. I, I want to get my hands on it just to see how the controls feel. Because a tool like this can be really powerful, but if the controls are really janky or unintuitive, it's not gonna it's not gonna have longevity for people. It's gonna be a fun little like gimmick at first if they don't make things flow really like smoothly or have really well thought out tools. So I'm curious to see like how it's all put together. Did you see the Ghost of Tsushima? I did see the the remake of it. Yeah, it's it's people are are getting it. They're understanding how to use this thing pretty well. It seems because they're making shit. I don't know how the fuck they did it. They're doing it before too, but now like that, it's been unleashed on everyone. There's just a flood of fucking crazy stuff people are making, and that was something that you were seeing. Uh, sorry, uh, in Little Big Planet two mm -hmm. and three and stuff, yeah. people were making yeah. stuff. In those games, they're like, oh, you can make your own platformer, too. Like, make your own levels. And people are like, I'm making my own game, motherfucker. <laughs> and Mere Molecule's like, oh, that's neat. I didn't know you could do this. So, like, in three, they're like, yeah, here's let's, all these weird. Give them more tools. Here's weird tools and shit. Make something. And then they're like, fuck little big plan as a game. Just give them creative shit. Like, this is what they're doing. So, and they did that. Yeah, and then the fact that it encourages collaboration. Is, is great too. Yeah, you can just put your shit onto the ether. You make a character model. You're like, oh, this is some guy I made, and you put it out there. Someone's like, I'm going to use that and yep. animate it. And <laughs> oh, I made a song, put it out there. Someone's like, I like that. I'm going to put this put in this that thing. In my project. It's, yeah. It's it's fucking. It's it's what the AIs are going to do to take over in the future. It's what they did with this game. <laughs> Everyone's just collaborating until it's not just actually a hive mind of fucking. It's not creativity. actually an AI. It's just a bunch of like. You know, people at their PS4s, and there's just a program going. Look at all this information I'm gathering. <laughs> that's the that's what I'm, that's what fucking freaks me out, man. Is this kind of like collective? It's it's like Wikipedia or something. It's just like all these people contributing I'll go to this get thing. The tinfoil. I'm, I'm Alex Jones up in here right now. Fucking. I was gonna make a joke about frogs. Everyone knows that, but I'm just gonna. I'll be, I'll be tame. Um. Anything? I'm let's, getting sidetracked really Let's easily. watch this. You guys ready? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. You ready, Chris? Yep. All right. Three, two, one, and go. I haven't been to this website in a long time. How's it going, guys? It's Paradise. I wonder if any of you have been playing Dreams lately because there are so many new games popping up. 
and some of them are really quite interesting. Where's Make sure to stuff? like if you like this video, subscribe for you more, know? and of Play course comment down below what you outside. think of dreams and all the crazy <laughs> games on there. First up, I would just like to say <gasps> there's a lot of really, really interesting oh. and cool games in dreams. The community is coming together and making some really, really cool stuff. Many of them are works in progress, some of them are demos, and some of them are, well, just straight up weird. Oh no, not that goddamn thing. <laughs> Love it or hate it, I think some of these ones are really hilarious. I want to show you guys some of the cool ones that I found. They were saying I like the Fallout things on made is better than the you find any cool ones <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, man? Too. Now, first up, we have to take a look at Fallout 4 Dreams Edition by RoboKiller V2. Now, this is obviously unofficial, but it is so, so awesome. It really looks and feels like Fallout while you're playing it. There's a tutorial on everything. It shows you the controls and the basics. Currently, the only playable mode is free roam, and it's a work in progress. You've got quests to do in there. You can kind of explore, you can loot, you it can kill like things. It looks like the same game. It's super, That's super crazy. It's crazy playing Fallout within Dreams. I don't know how they've done this. There's the also fuck? a mini That's game so mode crazy. with more coming soon. But overall, it's super weird and cool playing Fallout within Dreams. I definitely recommend if you guys haven't tried it already to try out this Fallout 4 I should do, I gotta do a stream just give it a go, it's super, these. super weird. That'd be fun. They've got yeah. it down, you've got the Pip-Boy, you can go around to loot, but it's so odd to play it. They've done such a good job, I definitely recommend that you guys give it a try. Then next up, we Someone have the Heroes of Aldrinor, that's nuts. Essence. It's a beta build for a co-op fantasy RPG game. In this, you can play as Gavrin the Rogue, Vince the Knight, or Tristana the Sorceress. I have to say, for a beta build, there's not that much that's playable right now, but it's really, really unique and fun. I really enjoy playing these sorts of As someone who's like, fooled around with dreams, this just blows my really mind unique. that this can like exist. Really it hurts game. my brain. I have anxiety right now. The full game on just dreams. thinking about the, the work people put into this. really tanky with his shield, and he was still able to deal with the mobs as well. While the rogue, obviously, he's a rogue, he could be sneaky, he was really fast hitting. It was really fun to try them out. There was definitely a difference between each that? character you Xbox played. So exclusive. Really, really they were trying to characters. do this, and they did Overall, nail it. I think it when this game's finished, it's going to be super fun. A really good action Spark. RPG. Project Spark. Dreams are just really cool I did too. a stream of that so a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were trying to do this. It wasn't. It wasn't as intuitive. Yeah, but it's still neat to go through. But it was real basic. Wow, some of yeah, the creations were very crazy. But it's so fun and wacky, I just have to show Very you Very stiff-looking Flash the Flash Free Roam by Cody DeFino. I hope I said your name right there. It's a super wacky game. You can't really do anything in it other than run around. You're obviously playing as the Flash, and you've got this sort of little city you can explore. Still neat thing did that. I had to yeah. show it to you guys, because when you activate so cool. that Speed Force button, I couldn't help but laugh when the sound pops off and you go into the super Flash speed. I just, I have to show it to you guys. It's so rubbery. So as you can see, there's a lot of potential here if they add in a few more features, maybe they add in a few quests as well. I think it could be really awesome and there really could be something that comes from this. Obviously once a bit more stuff's been added in there, 
But I really see the potential, so I'm quite excited to see where so this gonna is going to go. It's going to be so easy to make your own game that there's not going to be a point to buy a yeah. sure unless they just have something in their mind, like a story or something. They've already dropped a trailer and they've currently so that's crazy. You can have a team of people demo. working on something. It's basically an action kind of RPG slasher kind of game. You play as a character that can Looks break like the laws of reality with yeah. his mind. What that means is that you can sort of do different attacks with different weapons and you sort of spawn in the weapons as you do the attacks. They have some really nice animations as well. You can lock onto enemies and dodge around to avoid damage. There's some cool looking enemies as well. They're almost like zombie kind of monster characters. There's a boss at the yeah, end of the demo as well, which was some good fun to fight like against. Probably. You have this you super impressive. You go, yeah, people are going to hit him up there. Like, hey, need you can activate job. this sort of super state where you glow and you regenerate your health. And I think you deal more damage while you're in that mode too. The demo was definitely really interesting. Oh, I'm very interested in the story. One of those companies had someone who was in, in there. their community like nice working on shit. They ended up working for them. Yeah. But that's, so that was typical really, really anyway. Like even Bethesda the game. Todd Howard played Bethesda games before he worked for them. And see what more depth there is in the game. It was fun to go through the demo. And I definitely recommend and now you guys try the games. demo. Now he rips people off. He's the ultimate con man. The voice acting really did sort of pull me into the story. So I definitely think it's worth giving it a look. Next up is D Darius by Pony Arin. It's a sci-fi side-scrolling okay, cool. shooter bullet hell kind of game. That series and anyways. Really back to playing Radius or Life Force, if any of you guys remember those. There are a few various Imagine different power-ups you can get, like to drop bombs Star down Fox below or power-up the blaster like, that you yeah. And there's a lot of different varieties of enemies, and also the style in the game I really like it. It's that 3D side-scroller with a really cool sort of mech influence. The boss at the end, particularly cool-looking, a giant mech fish slash shark shooting bullets all over the screen. He definitely killed me a bunch of times, but I got him in the end. I thought it was really good fun, definitely worth a try. I think it only had the one level, so hopefully some more levels will come out soon. I, again, I really like the style, I would love to see some more bosses like this. I didn't find a whole lot of side-scrolling shooters like this one, I so I, I really think like this one actually worth animated. a try. Yeah. It's a good bit of fun, grabbing the power-ups as you go along. It's cool that you so can buy this, to beat the boss without and either have the, the intentions of below. creating something Next or not. Is a really and you can still get used to it. Yeah, you can just check people's stuff out. Yeah. Which I think is absolutely a way I could recommend this game to everybody. If you're just curious about it, you should pick it up. It's for. It's going to be an open world RPG that survival kind very of clean game. Looking. Now yeah. in the yeah. teaser, this again, you can't lighting. do too much, but you can like look at the axe, the foundation down. Shit. You can build walls. You can change it to nighttime. Put a campfire down. It all looks visually very nice. You have this sort of crazy axe kind of thing. So I'm guessing That's there's going to so be enemies. Weird. I wonder if there's going to be a gathering system. I did sort of think it was giving me arc vibes or yeah, the forest vibes. Sure. Those games that I really enjoy. So I'm really excited to see where this one goes. Got battle axe. To hear more about That's a cool it. transition. And hopefully that will come soon because there aren't really any other open world survival ones that I found on Dreams. Now next up, I hope you guys don't mind, but it's not a game. It's actually more of a visual this one I see, you see everywhere. of the graphical yeah. possibilities in Dreams. This is the full beach breakfast by The Architect. Now, as an English person, I've had many full English breakfasts, and I can tell you he did a pretty spot-on job here. If you take a screenshot of this in the right lighting and condition, 
and send it to someone, I don't think that they would know that this is a virtual English podcast. I did when this first came out. I scrolled by. Every like, single thing in a video who game gives a was fuck? I just kept going. Someone's like, look at this thing made dreams. I know that more means more file size needed for the textures and all those different kinds of things, but I am really, Even when really post impressed in the Discord, by just how detailed uh, this is and the fact, psycho. again, that it was, was done like, oh, in dreams. It looks like breakfast. So, really and then I zoomed in on the dreams thing and posted like, oh. You're just posting that? Like, that really does make your mind wonder what games are the community going to make next. Now there are so so many more games on Dreams. That's so detailed. Some of them being yeah. more simple and some of them being more in depth. But these were just the ones that I found interesting. And I do have a few more honorable mentions because, like I say, there's just I so many games on there. There yeah, was one thing. where you basically and it doesn't look as good as the, the original, obviously, around, but it's still spin, impressive. destroy the boxes, collect all the apples, you've got sort of some platforms. <laughs> he looks drunk, but yeah. <laughs> he <does>. <laughs> <laughs> He's always looking a little off. That spin that looks like about to fall over. There was basically a Naruto fighting oh game. Currently, you can only play as That's Naruto cool. and Sasuke, but it was really quite interesting and cool to just be able to fight it out anime style. Within dreams. To invade fucking there was another one, one though. where you played as Snake from Metal Gear Solid on a sort of Metal Gear Solid level. There wasn't really too much gameplay as all you did was run around and collect rations. Oh, oh look at him though. Look at him move. Oh, fucking. Snake around. Liquid Snake, alright? It's still amazing. Creation, and it really did look like Minecraft. I think if someone were to overlook you while you were just walking around on this Minecraft map, that they really would think you were in Minecraft, which is the beauty I would think of you're playing dreams, some Android like cheap ripoff, but it's so yeah. cool. You create so many different things in there. There's another map where you could play as 2B or Type B, the character from Near Automata. You couldn't really do too much, it was just sort of a short level that you run through and you get to the end and win at. But again, it's cool seeing people make these characters from other games within I dreams. Fucking... And so I have a question for you guys, which is Atomata. your favorite game out of all of these, or just your favorite game That's actually more Dreams common overall? Pronunciation Let me know either. down in the comments, I can really? check them out, yeah. maybe we'll do a follow-up video Weird. with some more awesome Dreams games. It's such a unique game, and it has such an amazing community making all of these different things. Definitely subscribe <laughs> if you guys haven't Damn. more videos like this. <laughs> just tread some more into a fighter pilot already. Right. Fucking bye. I, I can't make that though, so. You can't? No. But you can because now the information is out there for you to download. In dreams right now. Thank you everybody for that watching. Fallout thing is fucking a fantastic it's really good. I'll see you guys. I mean, I could insult Fallout 4, but I'm not gonna. It's impressive that they made it look that much like it. All right, that was some stuff that has uh, been in dreams. What do we think? <laughs> I I think it's amazing. I I love that they they spent so much time developing this tool uh, for people to have access to to allow them to just make whatever they want. And uh, yeah, it's it's so worth it. I think just. Even for, like you said, if you just want to like peek in there every once in a while, imagine what's going to be in there in a year, two yeah. years, three years. It's mm -hmm. insane. It just completely reminds me of how you like you build a mod community, except for it's very intentional here, you know? So that was the thing in the early access. I was like, I'm going to wait and see what they make because I'm kind of curious about what people, given the time, what they're going to do. Because um, even in the beginning, I was like, oh, there's some really neat stuff in here. But I was like, just wait and see what happens. And then. As soon as the game launched, fucking I think hand, just more like more people, uh, just more stuff, and um, it's 
exactly well. Like, well, you know, see what they make. And people have made some crazy shit. So, yeah, give it more time. Give it a year. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just like mm-hmm. Minecraft. When Minecraft first came out the first year, first two years, you start noticing, like, you can make really big projects here. And then now Minecraft's been out for so long that there's a million different fucking giant city landscapes and castles people have made for years. Yeah. Which is so cool that you can keep that project alive for that long. Because um, I've tried and fucking those files disappear. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, with, with this, like, it's it, you also have the ability to so easily work with other people. You, you can have like a full development team working on a project in this across the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a, that's fucking amazing. That's that's like, like I said, I don't view this as a game. Um, I really think the potential is there to do some really crazy stuff, and you're gonna get some like little janky projects. But that's that's the part of it. That that's the charm mm-hmm. of it is like you're making this with a fucking controller. Yeah, you're not using like you know pro fucking development tools and you know state of the art equipment and fucking. But this shows where state of art equipment is when it can make you a developer so easily. Like that's it's, yeah. just, it's just fucking crazy. It's just like it is the future. And you could be as it could be as simple like for a person like me. Like I don't have like huge ideas like that, but I might want to make like props or yeah. environmental things, and I can throw those out there. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. can take advantage of using those. They don't have to make their own tree or barrel or whatever. Or it's you might there. or you might want to make a game, but you don't want to do the animation or make the props and stuff. So you use other people's shit. Yep. I mean that's right. It really just has something for anyone when it comes to the creativity aspect. It's, it's, it's fucking, I don't know. It's crazy. I, it's just funny for me. Cause like, you know, growing up, I was using like RPG maker a lot. I used to fucking make shit oh, all, yeah. all the time, but I always try and make things that the game or the, the program wasn't intended for. Like I was trying to make, like, I'd always look up ways to like make guns in that to shoot at stuff and how if you hit them their health would go down something like that it's kind of tricky to do but i was always trying to find ways to make more out of it and then the things like game salad came out fucking way later i don't know if that still exists or not but it's supposed to be an easy way to make fucking games and then that project spark came out and i was like oh shit you know this is getting 3d now this is getting really interesting mm-hmm. Um, dealt with, you know, what was that quark back in the day with map editing quake. <laughs> I used to use the sh- I used to make maps all the fucking time. Uh, I used to try to like recreate like places I knew and stuff like that. And, uh, so, I, you know, I've, I've been kind of part of that, like, you know, community of people trying to make stuff, uh, for games. And, uh, it's just so cool to see something like this exists. That's just like accessible to everybody. Cause with more people doing it, it's just like more opportunities for people to collaborate and make stuff, get inspired. It's just, it's just awesome. I, I think it, it's really neat that they just allow everybody to download each other's data and work together like this and that you can own the rights to it. Um, I, I would love to see this tool like implemented on like a computer where it could have like a little more finite control, but I would love it on PC. I doubt they would ever do that, but it would be a really cool thing for them to like do their first like cross platform type person private game like you know on pc and ps4 that way you can have that really fine-tuned controls to make really amazing detailed stuff i mean the stuff already is in the beginning it's already mind-blowing what they've created with it i just i just can't wait to see what people do with it uh it is worth mentioning too if you have the uh where the move 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 controllers for ps4 Mm -hmm. i have them you can use those in dreams and grab things and move them around and stuff like that which is kind of neat 
Ooh. I preferred the controller though, because you can tell the game was made for that to be right. able to <clears throat> use that controller the easiest way possible. But they also allow you to use the move things, and it's, and it's it feels completely different because now you have hands to to grab is things it, and move it and stuff. Is it VR compatible? I I think so. I don't remember. I also I, I want to emphasize too when uh, they're making this game, they said that they made the game with the controller. Yeah, everything in the game, all the assets, the UI, everything was made with the controller. Yeah, they didn't they okay. didn't make it with keyboard and yeah, mouse. Yeah, so they essentially made an engine that you can <laughs> make stuff with a PS4 and they made the game pretty much outside of I assume, you know, the engine and the and the systems in place to make sure everything works correctly, but all the assets, everything you're seeing, all the pictures is all done in Dreams. They did it the same way that they expect you to do it. So. Yeah, which is fucking crazy. So, yeah. I hope I hope it's VR compatible because like if this is something like I, I'm interested in personally and I would buy VR just to just to be able to make things in a better scope of understanding because I'm more of like a physical person where like you know instead of like creating things digitally like I need to be able to see it in perspective how it's going to look yeah so this would be this would be awesome to do something like that with for sure I well when you come back in a couple weeks ah. me and Seth both have it so you can try it so. Yes. Uh, it's 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 really neat. I, I need to return to it. And like I said, I, I want to do a stream. It'd be kind of cool to just kind of go through and check some shit out uh, and uh, get get reactions and you know have people watch and stuff like that. So yeah. Anything else? It's pretty cool. I think we're all it, in agreement on that. It is so cool. Like it's one that I, it, it'd be really weird for someone to think it like wasn't cool. You might not care about it, but like mm. there's. It's, I don't know. There are some people out there who just don't care about creative tools stuff like that, that, but I think you still appreciate what other people have made. I, and I think that's kind of what I was trying to get to. Is like there's there's just nothing bad here. It's it's yeah. just awesome. Yeah. All right. Let's know in the comments. Uh, are you gonna pick up dreams? Have you picked up dreams? Have you made anything? Do you have any interest in making stuff in dreams? Are you playing it only to check out other people's stuff? Is there anything you would recommend us check out in dreams that you found and you're like, this is awesome. You got to see this. Um, are you not interested in it at all? Uh, if so, let us know why. Um, maybe you're like, eh, yeah, that's cool for them. Not for me. Um, or you're like, I hate creativity. Stop it. Maybe you're the Grinch. I don't know. Um, yeah, let's know everything you're thinking about in the comments below when it comes to dreams and all the things that you can create in it. All right, it's that time of TasteCast where we talk about your guys' comments, reflect on the episode the last week. This is Chris's first time doing this, so this will be fun to get his... Feels uh, like the first time. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, uh, you know how this works, right, Chris? Sure. All right. So, I mean, we're just going to read some comments and and reflect on episodes that happened in the last week. So... uh, we had our uh, Final Fantasy VII remake opening movie in the Division Two Warlords of New York uh, reaction uh, taste cast. I believe it was taste cast that we did that on, because um, it's not in the title anywhere, and I got everything darkened out. Yeah, it was taste cast episode <laughs> one hundred and nine. So last taste cast we did, we reacted to Final Fantasy VII uh, Division Two expansion, and we did our Sonic movie review, which we both thought it was pretty cool. Um, so as always, I'm going to remind you guys, if you guys want us to give extra consideration to your comments, make sure that they are almost guaranteed to be on the show unless they're really fucking ridiculous. Uh, make sure to put in hashtag ask TLG. Someone got real creative with their ask TLG, but I like, I like they even did it. So it pops out still. It's going to be on the show. And so our first comment we are going to read is from Jeremy, uh, which he put hashtag use me TLG. He was very direct. 
Uh, and he said, Seth, how dare you? This, <clears throat> how dare you doubt me about Final Fantasy VII Remake? I will repeat myself one last time. This is the last time he's doing it. <laughs> Seth, how dare you doubt me about this? I will repeat myself one last time. Final Fantasy VII Remake will be game of the year. End of discussion. Ha ha. He's laughing, but he's, he's fucking serious. Listen, guys. Now he talked to me. He's tell, talking to everybody else. Listen, guys. I know we're going to have a lot of really, really, really good game this year, like Cyberpunk, for example. But Final Fantasy VII Remake is on another level. Trust me. Chevy, don't worry for gameplay and passing for the game. I promise you the best quality experience in game you ever had. It is worth. What is he? Does he work for Square? It is, it, the English is not his primary language. So no, That's yeah, fun. but it sounds like he works for them. It's my primary language. I type fucking crazy all the time. Check out the Discord. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna get into my reply to what he said to me. But Chevy, he wants. He is. He's letting you know to not worry. How, are you worried? Has he alleviated any of your worries on Final Fantasy VII? And do you think? That what he says about he, his promise. I, I'm flattered for the um, reassurement. Re- reassurance, yes. He's comforting um, you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember I, you being worried. I, but. I, I have to, uh, <laughs> I do want to emphasize that. I, yeah, I wasn't like super worried. I had mentioned uh, there is a small concern, obviously, that, um, you know, what we're going to get because it's still a big mystery. I would hate for them to show us the whole game, though. You know what I mean? So, for but, sure. But they're doing something that a lot of people I think are concerned about, which is only giving us a section of Final Fantasy VII to play with. So um, I my my worry levels are very low, though, I promise you. So and He promises you it's going to be good. So yeah. he guys are promising a lot. I want to know how you know that. How do you know it's going to yeah. be good? It's a feeling. You have faith. You just got to feel it out. I'm not a faith kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as for uh, the part that he talked to me directly, uh, I love the passion, Jeremy. You're very passionate, dude. Um, I'm glad you put me in my place <laughs> with with uh, how how dare I doubt the audacity? Thing. How dare I doubt this? And then I'm I'm glad that you were fair with me about that you that you repeated it one last time to me because I might not have got that re- repeat. Last um, time I'm saying it. Last time. Watch, she's gonna say it again. Uh, <laughs> I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I still think Cyberpunk is going to steal Game of the Year for most people, but I do think the more I see, and especially that last fucking trailer we watched, holy shit, I almost cried watching it. I don't know if I'm going to cry fucking playing Cyberpunk. And my emotions typically are a big dictator of uh, the resonance of uh, how how much a game will stick with me. So that's why I was like, Last of Us 2 is a, you know, that's a sneaky one because I know it's going to be good. How good? That could be my game of the year. Final Fantasy VII, that trailer was almost my game of the year. Uh, <laughs> Cyberpunk, though, man, I, I just have a fucking feeling, dude. The the energy at E3 was fucking just electric with fucking Cyberpunk and Final Fantasy VII. Those are the two games of E3. Cyberpunk, though, people were fucking getting angry with how fucking much they wanted to go see that game. And they just could not. The line was too big. They couldn't get in it. They were getting fucking crazy. Although people were trying to buy the tickets for fucking to play Final Fantasy VII. So... Jesus. Which is crazy. Cody's like, I'm going to sell mine. I'm like, you can if you want. I came here to play games. I'm not, I'm not here to make money. It's a smart move, Mr. Businessman. But yeah, the long term there is much better. For sure. Yeah, yeah it'd work out for him. Maybe he can fucking pay for his fucking 
way home. Trip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I was like, I run up those fucking stairs for nothing. Um, so yeah, I hope I hope Final Fantasy VII Remake is game of the year. I wouldn't be upset, and obviously it's all subjective. I think we all hope it's going to be game of the year, but it is subjective, and you can't guarantee anything until we have the final product. How dare you, Chris? I dare. <laughs> you know what? I dare. I dare to take a week off for it. So I got I got some some uh, some good feels You're for gonna it. You're going to make I him mean, repeat himself one last time. One that's last fine. Time. Repeat yourself all you want. I can't tell you how many different copies of 597 I've bought in my life. Oh, yeah. That being said, the expectation for this game is set really, really high for people. Oh, yeah. And if there's any slight slip up, people are going to come tumbling down off that high. That's a good point. Not to say it's not going to be a bad game. I, I'm sure it's going to be an amazing game. Well, we'll but the expectation is small thing. astronomical yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. But there are people who are going to be like fucking like purists to the original. And if they mm-hmm. don't do something or if they do something they don't like, they're going to go, you fucked it up. I can't believe this. But I think most mm-hmm. people are, I think most people are going to love it. I think that nostalgia of just fucking what they're showing us with how it looks now, I'm just like, holy shit. But it, it has potential. It's it's top three Absolutely. for me. Well, any game any game has the potential to be game of the year. That's yeah, the thing. This has extra potential. Like fucking <laughs> this game, Cyberpunk, and no way's beating those three games. It's got it's got an they've got initial boosters, I'll give them that. Yeah. But you never know. It's a whole year of games. Yeah. And one Ghost of Tsushima is coming out. I'm sure somebody will pick that for their game of the year. I want to say it's going to be contender. I know it's going to be good. But is it going to be better than any of those three games? I don't think so. I just don't think so. We shall see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But I, mark my words and fucking I'll dare say this. All right. I'm marking them. Those Watching three games are going to be one of those is going to be game of the year for sure. I just feel like Cyberpunk is going to have that wider audience of people. Final Fantasy VII is absolutely going to have a huge audience playing it. But a lot of those people are going to be like Final Fantasy fans. I've had that conversation with someone. Yeah. And I was like, personal enjoyment versus like the wide scale of things, man. And and Cyberpunk is just like this thing. And and the whole meme of Keanu Reeves and then he's in the fucking game of Cyberpunk. Like that also adds just more people who are going to play this game. When you you have your people who they don't want to play anything that they would perceive as weeby, essentially. Sure. I know people who (coughs) not fucking play this game because of that. So so, and they're um, they're not they don't have that to worry about with Cyberpunk. But I think for that community, though, of people who are going to be looking forward to this game, it will easily probably be their game of the year. For sure, easily. So I mean, yeah, I'm not making any calls hype. in that regard. But if it lives up to the hype, that that's this. Do you watch that trailer, the newest one? You know what? I I have only watched the initial trailer to be honest, and I have steered clear personally of everything because I want to go into it fresh. You don't want to cry. Uh, well, okay. So I do have to say that the most recent trailer is not spoiling at all anything at all. It is literally just the. It's just the intro. original. It's the intro new version of the intro. Redone, it's yeah. so okay. amazing. So that one's safe to watch. The one before that shows a bunch of stuff, and if you want to be surprised, probably skip the, that the, one. The the latest trailer trailer I think was the the most revealing one, and I loved it. I loved it, but too. it showed a lot of shit. It does but show that a lot. intro is the one that got mm-hmm. me the most excited because they just fucking nailed the cinematography. They nailed the fucking music. Everything is perfect. Yeah, for sure. I'll say it again. When that logo mm-hmm. fucking. Boom and fuck the music just fucking hits. I'm just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> my childhood is coming. It's just rushing back all of a sudden. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, anything else, you guys? Will say to Jeremy. 
being very stern with us. You know what, Jeremy? You, you just keep commenting, man. He will, too. Yeah. He always does. Thank you for the comment, Jeremy. We always appreciate him and always love your comments. Uh, next one we got is from Keith, who put ask TLG, hashtag ask TLG. Make sure to do that shit if you want to be considered to be on the show. He said, Final Fantasy Remake, uh, just from what I'm seeing, looks like it could be in my top 10 view games of all time. What do you all think? Also, hi, Chrissy Poo. Smiley face. <laughs> Um, so he's saying that this could, this game could be in his top 10 games of all time. Uh, do you guys agree with that? Do you guys think it could be in your top 10 games of all time? And, uh, say hi back, Chrissy Poo. Why don't you go first, Chris? So you can respond to. Oh, hi, Keithy Poo. <laughs> so, so enthusiastic. Keithy Poo. <laughs> um, I think as, as someone who's a big Final Fantasy fan, this is going to easily fall into that category. Um, as long as they don't fuck it up royally. <laughs> I'm so like glass half full, half empty, like middle of the road. You typically are a lot more um, skeptical when it comes to games than than us. So, but I think this could easily fall in that category only for the sheer nostalgia factor. Um, Kind of on the same lines that you just said before. Like if you're not really into these games, it won't probably be near that for you. But it's definitely going to be a great top ten for me. I couldn't tell you where until you get my hands on it, but it's probably going to fall in there for me. I think I could make a fucking top 10. Keith, why do you do this to us all the time? You always like have these questions and I'm always like, there's so much nuance that I can't get from your question. <laughs> and I know they're not yours. You're usually pulling some stuff off of social media and then you want to hear our opinions on it, which is great. Um, this, as far as like top 10 of all time, I have no idea, man. I can't answer that question. Um, that's just a big, big question. Here's my uh, list of top ten. They're all rated number one. I think. It, Good luck. Yeah, I think it'll be amazing, for sure. I think I'm so. gonna be able to give you probably the most like maybe answer that you're looking for. I think it possibly could be because uh, I'm thinking about it. Every Metal Gear Solid's in my top ten. Every Metal Gear Solid of the main Metal Gear Solid. So Metal Gear Solid. So that's five games. One, two, <laughs> three, four, and five. So that's already five out of my top ten. Mm. Metal Gear Solid Five, I could I could push it out, but it's I don't know if I could just because my my bias. Um, and then uh oh shit, the Silent Hills in there too. Silent dude. Hill one through four, that's nine games. That's nine games, yo. And Last of Us. <laughs> oh, that's ten. Uh oh, I don't think so. And there's other games that are probably in my top ten too. I gotta reconfigure my top See? ten. That's it's not a, crowded. That's a loaded question, man. It's not. No. It's not because I feel like there is room because Final Fantasy VII, the original, should be in my top ten as well. So I think I could push out Metal Gear Solid Five for seven. Final Fantasy VII is way better than Metal Gear Solid Five. I'll fucking say it right now. And I love Metal Gear Solid. Um, I, I mean, if it's good enough, it could it could get in there. But I got to make room as well because fucking Last of Us Part Two could be in my top ten. Cyberpunk could be in my top 10 which are threes fucking there's got to be a place for it there too like ooh, um yes i think i think it has the potential and i think it for me personally it does have strong potential of, of being in my top 10 but it's crowded by two <laughs> game series and other games <laughs> why'd you fuck me konami god i'm like a fanboy here i like i like dance dance revolution i like fucking castlevania Contra. I like Contra. You fucked that over. Jesus Christ. Monster Hunter. That's Capcom. Capcom. 
I know. I like Capcom. And then fuck Monster Hunter over. But it can still be it can still be in that top ten list for me. Oh you Oh yeah. You went for backwards sure, on us. Sure. <laughs> I did, I did. <laughs> it's fuck what me. I do. That's all right. Um so yeah. I, I, it's got the potential there, but will it? I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to figure out my top 10 list right now on the spot, so it's really fucking rough. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you 100%. Uh, moving forward, just for time's sake, we're not going to read every comment from now on, just the ones that kind of uh, you know randomly picked. Uh, one I am going to read, though, just because I think it'll be easier for us to s- discuss than to uh, type this out. Uh, Stick uh, has commented... I honestly have a weird relationship with gotcha games, mainly because it took me forever to find one I enjoyed. It is similar to the MMO issue that I had for so long. I would keep trying new ones for, or or one that my friends uh, were actively playing until I ended up burning uh, out faster than them. I have an issue with uh, FOMO uh, and desired to find that one mobile game I could keep going uh, to that uh, that every everyone else seems to have. Funny enough, for both MMO and Gacha games, I ended up on Final Fantasy, a Final Fantasy one. Uh, I have tried Brave Exvius and Mobius in the past and didn't Rip. get into them all that much. Uh, for me, I've been currently playing and enjoying uh, Dissidia, Final Fantasy, uh, Opera mm. Omnia. Everyone plays that one. Damn, that's a fucking name. Uh, <laughs> it actually feels like a true Dissidia game after the disastrous NT that tried too hard to be an esport. I probably won't play Grand Blue Fantasy, but I am excited for Versus, especially the RPG mode in it. I haven't had the chance to play much. Wolf's, well, okay, so that first part. Uh, any, any thoughts on the gotcha part? Um, I don't play gotcha games, so I don't really have a whole lot. Well, Mo- to add Mobius to is getting shut down, so oh, really? yeah. that's why I said rip on that one. Okay. Uh, Brave Exodus is still going, though, uh, unless you are a long time player slash whale at this point it's really hard to get into and then um i hear people playing opera omnia all the time even like have you YouTubers. checked it out i played it early on and mm. i didn't care for it um but i also don't have like an affinity for dissidia gotcha. so um mm. yeah i don't have any strong feelings i'm not playing any gotcha games right now so no it's interesting though. I'm, I'm glad to see other people having opinions on gotcha games because that's something that's alien to me. I don't, I don't play them, but I know you've played them. I mm-hmm. know Chris plays them, so it's cool mm-hmm. that we got people in the community who also play them, have opinions on that. And it's stuff, just so. really easy, like pass the time games when you're yeah. not at home. <laughs> like, yeah. anyway, it definitely feels like it's been busted for a while now, where it's no longer enjoyable unless you're spending money. Personally, yeah, you guys um, had a lot to say about the game, and then suddenly it just wasn't a thing anymore. It got really busy. Like there's literally yeah. events happening on top of events, and you could never do the story because you'd miss out on the events. And if you didn't play every single day for the events, you weren't getting the best thing in it. So, yeah, yeah, they they definitely made it so that you were either constantly refreshing your energy using the in-game currency or buying things with real money. And it just got to the point where I didn't want to play anymore because I couldn't feel like I could progress at all anymore without devoted entire days to it um which is not what i was looking for in a mobile game i currently play dissidia on my phone quite often um and i find it to be a little more relaxing in gameplay um you can unlock all the characters because every time they release a new character either you can earn the character through draws which they usually give you like if it's a story-based one a free draw for 10 items 
um, and you usually get the characters to that, or they have like a little like sub side story where you can unlock those characters anyways. So the real, the real gotcha part comes from like getting the items because the items unlock different abilities for them, but I never feel pressured to do it. Hmm. Very interesting. Uh, and it has co-op mode. It has a co-op? A lot of the Yeah, a lot of the missions are co-op missions. Oh, weird. I know they had co-op. That yeah, makes it a little like, more interesting to me. I, I dabbled in King's Raid a little bit. That has co-op modes. Uh, before it went down, Star Ocean had co-op uh, in it. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, he continues I haven't had a chance to play much Wolsen just yet as they have had online issues for sure uh, for a while it seems might wait until some patches come out before diving in for Final Fantasy 14 I'm still am behind on doing the raids as the queue times haven't been in my favor probably because of the shift I work um, yeah he works later than we do Oh, yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, then I'm really excited for Final Fantasy VII Remake as I have been playing the original game for the first uh, time off and on the past couple of months to prepare uh, for the first time. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that makes me really excited is how the game aged perfectly, at least for me. The only part so far I feel needs to uh, be expanded on is the Midgar section and is sadly the one part where the visuals can get in the way of the experience. Some of the screens are difficult to navigate as it is hard to see what is traversable in the environment. I still believe when looking at the game for its time, it still holds up incredibly well. Um, that's really interesting here because I'm sure all of us through, you know, nostalgic mm-hmm. eyes all think it looks fantastic still but 100%. somebody who's playing it for the first time recently it's interesting to hear uh the pacing is exceptional exceptional and is better than a lot of modern games uh i also love some of the crazy monster designs that i haven't seen in ff before um yeah we're all Final fancy fans here uh so that's really kind of cool in my opinion to um hear uh your opinion on a game that you're playing for the first time um i do agree uh pacing is really good in that game uh monster design and Final fancy in general is always really uh fun um i also like the the constant theme of uh of things that carry through all the final fantasies it's like everything in all the games there's always redesigned and different looking but it's always kind of cool to you know come back to final fantasy whatever final fantasy you're playing and kind of you know feel like you're home um and I, I like that you said that it's aged perfectly um, because uh, games like that, I do feel like um, they were so wor- they're worked on so hard back in the day that uh, those graphics still just kind of like uh, translate. Um, I don't know, even up until now. So, yeah, really cool. Uh, once you beat it, let us know what you think of it, because mm-hmm. uh, that's cool. You're playing it right now. I was mm-hmm. humoring it, but then I was like, oh, I don't know if I have the time for that. <clears throat> um. I actually got to, to speak with him in Discord uh, mm. about this particular subject. And uh, when he was uh, speaking to me about his favorite, one of his favorite parts about the game, he said the pacing just felt perfect in the game. Um, like you're just constantly progressing at a, a, at a, a rate that keeps the story you know, constantly going interesting uh, and having plenty of other things to do in it, which um, I never thought about the pacing of it myself. Of course, I was much younger when I, I first played the game. Um, but I do say this all the time about new Final Fantasies all the time is you're missing a lot of the the side stuff to do uh, in newer Final Fantasies. And it's kind of what uh, made a lot of the older ones a lot of fun, having that extra stuff to do, especially in games like 7, 8, and 9. So Yeah. As for pacing, though, like 
I, I'm assuming he's talking about story, but mm-hmm. it could just be talking about the whole game. Um, I do think the story's pacing is really fucking good in Final Fantasy VII. Even when I was younger, I wasn't as into JRPGs as I am now, but I still liked them enough. Um, and Final Fantasy VII was one of the first ones that really got my attention because the story was... The, Metal Gear Solid and Final Fantasy VII were the first two games that showed me that games are something more than just games. Uh, they're, they're experiences that you weren't getting in movies because they're interactive, but they could give you the same kind of uh, deep stories that a book and movies can give you. Um, make you feel emotions, all sorts of shit. And uh, and yeah, so the, the pacing in Final Fantasy VII was always really attractive to me because it's really good about always pushing forward in the story while introducing new elements and uh, having twists and turns and really interesting things always constantly happening. There's not really any slow parts to the story, which is really uh, kind of incredible for a game that came out that long ago. So mm-hmm. um, I agree. Anything else? Mm-hmm. Chris, uh, nothing. The only thing I, I can say is that the backgrounds can be hard to see where you're supposed to traverse because it's like it's still painted backgrounds with 3D characters moving across them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's an option that you can turn on that makes certain interactables have a red triangle over them, so you know kind of like where you can go. Yeah, you can toggle it on and off. Yeah, yeah that's just a symptom of uh, people being used to newer games now. But yeah. like back in the yeah. day, they used, that was just the way it was. Yeah. It kind of encourages you to explore more because um, a lot of the times in the areas are kind of hard to tell where to go. There's hidden objects in them. So, yeah, just keep at it. Yeah. Uh, Continuing, uh, he also says, the main reason I enjoy watching live streams of narrative games is that I like to see genuine reactions for story segments. Then that affected me. I want to see the streamers take on some of the bigger moments in a game. I have seen a ton of Shadowbringers playthroughs, uh, at least for several moments, which there are a lot, just to see how they reacted and felt about it. I actually mainly enjoy watching streams of narrative games because of this, which is, uh, he yeah. actually said he would like to see, uh, after Chevy said he'd like to see me stream the uh, entirety of Shadowbringers, kind of elaborating on why that is, which is something I uh, definitely am open to. I think Final Fantasy uh, 14 uh, is a really easy game to stream with because there's not a whole lot of like, uh, I don't have to like keep track of a lot of shit as much as like if I was playing like a shooter or something like that. Um, Man, and while you're fighting, you're just going to pay attention to the fight anyways. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of times there's a lot of downtime, plenty of time to talk with people mm-hmm. watching, which I like to do. I, I see some streamers. I know when you have a lot of people, you can't talk to the people who are in there, but like I try and respond to everything people say. So uh, finally, soundtracks are honestly one of the most important things in a game for me. I tend to recognize composers who are exceptional at giving emotion through their work. I really, uh, ele- or it really elevates a game, especially narrative uh, ones when they have a noticeable soundtrack. Still, that doesn't mean uh, subdued soundtracks go unnoticed. For me, those games tend to blend sound design and soundtrack together. Survival horror games does this well. I agree with you. Um, I'm a big, I'm kind of a music fucking nerd and snob, but uh, when it comes to games, it's something I'm always paying attention to. Like I said, when we we're playing, when me and Josh were playing Wilson, I was like, this game has a better than average soundtrack. That's really fucking cool. Because in a game like that, I'm not expecting to hear. For sure. Music that I was like noticing. Normally it's just like what you expect. Fucking some some orchestral stuff, some horns, some all that kind of shit. Um, But there's like this, there's this really big grand fantasy uh, score to the game. And I was like, wow. So um, I really appreciate that you appreciate that. um, Because Mm -hmm. when it comes to gaming, I don't have these conversations very often when it comes to Mm -hmm. the music. So very cool. Anything you guys want to add to this before we move on to the next comment? 
uh, it's hard for me to add to the the live stream uh, streaming part because I really struggle with that aspect. Um, I, I like watching reaction videos to certain things, but usually it's very specific. Um, and you kind of said that a little bit too, but um, yeah, when people are streaming, for some reason that just doesn't click for me. I hop into your streams, obviously. Appreciate it. Um, but a lot of that is also because I'm uh, assisting in moderation, I guess yeah. as well. I obviously I am in there to, to ask, you know, questions and stuff like that too. When you're like, you were playing Wilson, I hopped in. I was like, he's you, how many bugs you run into today. And you were like, Oh, a lot of them. Even, um, yeah. e even, uh, yeah. Um, it even helps my stream if people are in there because it makes it more visible if there's more people watching. So, mm -hmm. uh, regardless of any reason you are in the stream, I appreciate anybody who uh, is hanging out in my streams. Yeah. But yeah, it, it makes sense for you to be in there just because, oh, someone's going to come in and be like fucking repeating something over and over, and over again to be a fucking dickhead or something. So. Yeah, it's just essentially another set of eyes, you know, yeah, trying to, for, sure. for yeah. multiple reasons. Because I'll, one time I had some guy come in and I just hopped over and kicked him out. I was like, yeah. the fuck out of here. Like, I'll moderate this shit. Yeah, I've had to, I've deleted a message me. one time because it was just blatantly an advertisement. I was like, nope. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, uh, I struggle with that. The music thing uh, is hit or miss for me when it is very like obvious and like, um, you could tell they, they put a lot of work into it. I notice. I'm not good with the subtle ones so much, but that's probably a good thing because it is blending into the gameplay. Um, cause like with survival horror stuff, for example, I'm too busy being in it. And I know you struggle with that in general, like getting absorbed, um, completely unless I'm misquoting here, but, um, I, yeah, I, I can just like all of a sudden just not necessarily be paying attention to a specific thing and it's just the whole thing and and then stuff will be like, oh, I love that song. And I'm like, I don't remember it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so no, I, I, <laughs> as soon as I hear something I like, I'll fucking look into the, the composer or yeah. fucking guess them and get it. I mean, one game I think is super underrated when it comes to its uh, original score is fucking uh, Far Cry 5. It's it's amazing. Yeah, see, and I don't remember any music from it. Fifty percent of fucking the atmosphere of what Silent Hill is as a game, and why it will never be a game again is a Kiriyama Oka. I do remember those songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, Cody just beat uh, Silent Hill two recently, and he was like, he started mentioning the music. He's like, I forgot what the what the music and that was like. He's kind of talking about like how it's kind of like rock and stuff, and I was like, it's like, oh man, it's that's like fucking what Silent Hill is, dude. Yeah, those are <laughs> easy to listen to without the game. Yeah, this so fucking good. <laughs> I'll tell um, Cody, I'm like, most of the stuff I do creatively is is way more influenced by Silent Hill than really. It's it's it sounds weird, but like the, even the trailer to Silent Hill for the room, there's like a like a ten minute trailer that came out before that game came out. I remember watching it and it fucking blew my mind just how it was done. It's not really advertising the game in a game sense. It's this abstract trailer. That song and, is amazing. And well there's like eight songs in that in that trailer that I'm talking about. And just the weird uh atmosphere that the trailer's trying to build. It's not telling you a story at all. It's not even getting you pumped for the game. It got me pumped for the game. But it's like showing like random fucking shit and it's all this music and this like weird down tempo parts and parts that just have ambient shit mixed with other stuff. And that stuff that trailer fucking inspired music I make. It's inspired the way I shoot stuff in video, the way I edit stuff. It's crazy. And uh, so, like, yeah, music in games has been something I've always really paid attention to. But even cinematography and all that shit, just because mm -hmm. it's, 
it's it's just something people don't really pay attention to enough. So I always appreciate it. Music is really important for the tonality of the of what you're doing at the time. If if it's off by even a little bit, I just don't get into it. But like if when they can knock it out of the park with like make creating the accurate type of music for what the scene is and what they're trying to convey, it really just hits hard for me. Um, I think uh, like. I can't think of how many times I've just started crying playing certain games just because the music swelled in the right moment that I was just like, this is fucking awesome. Metal Gear Solid. Harry Gregson Williams. Michael McCann. Fucking love that guy. Yeah, I purchased some of his songs. so Big fan of him. I really like uh, Uemasu. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Final Fantasy music in general um, is, is fun- one of the iconic... Final Fantasy's yeah. fucking yeah. amazing, but I mean that's that's the like I was saying before the legendary iconography of specifically Final Fantasy VII's music uh, mm. in the newest intro uh, trailer that they showed hit me so hard because it's all these songs that I love that uh you know I discovered as a kid and I've grown up with and then hearing them redone in such a fucking awesome way. Just big and fucking clean and just beautiful it like it hit me so hard mm-hmm. and that's just how important the music in games is like that's just something that's like that's honestly part of me and growing up is that music it's crazy so like when i hear that i'm just like it brings back so much of my life it's crazy <laughs> i know it sounds bigger than it is but i feel like most people could probably agree to some there, certain extent there are there are, and you mentioned metal gear metal gear has very like um you know uh, recognizable music to the point where like no matter what you'll hear it and you're like you'll recognize it from metal gear and it it uh and not just because it's it's familiar but because it of the impact it had uh on the game itself too so yeah. uh, for sure i think that i hate to say this but japanese developers are really big into that anyway so <laughs> um, i love it in yeah. that regard so yeah yeah uh, all right. Anything else you guys will say? Because we got to move on to another comment. Thank you, uh, as always, for the very um, detailed comments that you provide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for the comment. Uh, and thank you for joining the conversation. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you hit on everything that we talked about in that episode. So very much appreciated. Uh, then we had Tasty Tuesday. And I, by we, I mean me in my bedroom. All alone. Uh, I talked about the next gen of Need for Speed and how Criterion is coming back to work on Need for Speed after eight years and that there's problems with Wilson, which has been a week-long thing I've been discussing because there's problems with Wilson. I'm telling you right now, I'm not I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Uh, Maneki Neko said, uh, let's see. Uh, also, he had other comment, but it was short, so I'm going to read this one. Uh, I'm going to stay quite uh, quiet on Bioware uh, till Dragon Age 4 comes out. Uh, if they screw that up, I'm jumping ship. So he's we're essentially talking about how Bioware has been fucking up. Some people already jump ship. He's not ready to do it yet, but he will if they fuck up Dragon Age 4. He's holding out hope for that. Uh, I'm looking forward to that new studio from Wizards of the Coast. It's something I keep hearing about. Uh, Arctech or Architect. Uh, I think it is with three of the older Bioware heads who worked on Boulder's Gate. Uh, Neverwinter Nights and Dragon Age Origins. Oh boy. Uh, Jade Empire. Hmm. Uh, I'm interested in seeing what they do. Uh, someone else was talking about this. Well, I think it was All Mix Eye. Uh, seeing what they do the, there. Uh, I read they are working on a futuristic RPG with heavy storytelling, which would make complete sense. Also, you can use this if you want. 
I wanted to, and I did. So thank you. Oh, um, I'm gonna. I did. Uh, <laughs> I do what I want. So very interesting. Um, you know, I, I can admire you holding out uh, because I, you know, Anthem bothered people, obviously. Uh, <laughs> Dragon Age Inquisition seemed mixed, and um, Andromeda, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, seemed to be pretty much negatively viewed by a lot of people. Yeah, it was Mass Effect 3 for me, but yeah. Yeah, uh, so a lot of people have had their jumping off points. I jumped off already, but I don't have any negativity towards Bioware. I just want to get, I want them to get their shit together. Agreed. They haven't done anything negative towards their community. They're just not putting out mm-hmm. the games we expect. If anything's just sad, man. It sucks, it sucks. <laughs> so yeah, if they make a good game, awesome, welcome back. If you can fix Anthem, awesome, welcome back. Yeah. Uh, so I admire that you're giving them a chance with Dragon Age 4, hopefully they uh, make something you're you're into. Uh, and then yeah, this Wizards of the Coast uh, company that that's working on a game uh, with people from Bioware making an RPG. Uh, that sounds like big money. The Wizards of the Coast is spending. Hopefully, they can make a AAA game and not like some kind of indie game. I feel like that'd be a waste of that talent. If you're gonna get those guys or girls, anybody who worked on that shit, um, steal people from fucking that are expecting shit from Bioware. I mean, like if they're not gonna do it, do it. I mean, do what fucking CD Projekt Red did with fucking Bethesda fans. Start making games. That people want and they're not getting. If they're not going to do it, somebody else do it. And Wizards of the Coast can do it. That'll always be the case. That being said, Wizards of the Coast, I hear, is not that great of a company. So that's the only thing about it I'm kind of like, eh, on. Um, but, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. The So depending on, obviously, who these, these three people are and how much of the creative process they had in the games mentioned in this list, um, that aspect is super exciting for me because... Those are some big games. Those are some of the best uh, games yeah. that, that those companies have made. And I, I would love to, to play something in that vein uh, again that I really enjoy. There's a lot of like small companies who have made these kind of games, games, so they still exist. But I would love to just like that big game. Part of this scares me, and you mentioned it, Wizards of the Coast, man. Yeah. I can't imagine them spending big money. I, I honestly expect this to be penny pinching. How can we add on a bunch of card of, game of uh, DLC <laughs> microtransaction bullshit? Yeah. Um, and then stop support six months after it comes out. We that, that's got, what I expect. We got a card collecting game, but it's got a deep story. You I can know. read it. They, uh, <laughs> there's good, there's good games under their, 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 their umbrella, obviously. Cause I think, I think they're mostly hands off. Yeah. But I don't think they spend the money most of the time. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Feel free to correct me. But from what I've played of theirs, eh. So hopefully, hopefully, big hopes. Eh. Yeah. Chris, anything? Any thoughts on that? Not really. Not the stuff you've already said. Like Wizard of the Coast is just kind of like this. I grew up like reading Wizard of the Coast and like you know kind of. Reading their websites and reading their books, their comic paid by magazines and things like that. But mm-hmm. like, even then, it felt kind of like this, like middle of the road, not chintzy, but not top quality. Kind of like, give me your money, and we'll kind of give you something in return for it. Company. I just used to, personally I used to like them, but they just went downhill. Well, they've they've uh, been owned by a couple companies. Hasbro, at this right? Point. Hasbro is the owner yeah. now. Yeah. So. Uh. They also make Star Wars stuff, so they're connected with Disney. 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 Don't say Disney. We'll get dinged. Disney. Yeah, they're going to fucking come knock on the door. You know me. Like, I have to you, wait and see what they produce and how well it comes out. 
We're like, did you make a mistake in the last week? I'm like, I don't know. Are you sure? Think about it. <laughs> this could this could change your life forever. Did you pay us to use our name. Yeah. Anything else? No. <laughs> Thank you for commenting. All right. Thank you, Maneka Neko. Make sure to comment again. Always enjoy your comments. And when you come and hang out and stream. And the last video, uh, I recently did a stream of Wolfson. Make sure to check that out. It's almost four hours. I go from pretty tired to very tired. It's like 7 a.m. <laughs> Someone disliked the video. Thank you for the dislike. It helps nice. the video get seen. Um, True. Yeah. Anytime someone dislikes, I'm like, do you know that helps the Interaction video? Interaction assists. YouTube wants people to view it. So if someone, if like 50,000 people fucking downvote a video, it's going to get seen by people. Yep. Because YouTube's getting them. people to look at it. Yeah, so dislikes help help videos. Think about that. Uh, I don't give a fuck if you disliked it. Um, so yeah, great Gouda watched some of that stream, I'm assuming, and said, can't wait to try this. I do want to wait maybe a month or two uh, so the devs can iron out some of the bugs. Though had my fill of bug fest experiences with new games in the last few years. Uh, looks great though. The character you're playing loosely reminds me of the assassin and inquisitor martyr. Wish martyr received more love, honestly. I'm with you 100%. I'm one of the weird people who liked Inquisitor Martyr. Uh, we played it on the channel, I think, for Game of the Month. So make sure to check that out. Specifically, Greg Gouda, if you didn't see that. But anybody else who's interested in that. Uh, we reviewed it. We played it. And uh, a lot of the stuff in this game does remind me of uh, of Inquisitor Martyr, specifically. Because um, it has a pretty similar vibe. But that's like just that that group of people that look like that. A lot of the, other, the rest of the game doesn't look like that. Um and uh, if, if you want to wait on this game, I think it, it's a good plan. If you're looking at those bugs and you're going, whew, that's not for me, just wait it out. Because there's a really fucking good game here that is plagued by fucking bugs. So um, I don't I don't blame you. So I honestly don't think I have much to really say about this. Um, you don't gotta. Just be like, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, thank you, obviously. But... Uh, I mean, really, the only thing I can add for me personally is Inquisitor Martyr is okay for me. I don't love it. It's but, got cool ideas. It's kind of yeah. janky, though, for sure. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to I picked up Wilson today, so I haven't actually turned it on yet. But, uh, yeah. You get ready to be fucking addicted, man. It's so good. I, I don't need another game to be addicted to, but yeah, okay. <laughs> I was up till seven in the morning until fucking crazy hailstorm happened. Me too. That was nuts. Chris, any thoughts? Jesus. Um, <laughs> I was kind of the same boat as I was watching other people play it and I was kind of waiting to hear more about it, but I think I'm just going to bite the bullet and get it because it sounds intriguing and, and some of the bugs I've heard about I can just deal with. No, But knowing that I'm going into it that it's going to be a little buggy is better than just kind of going in blind and be like, what the fuck is this shit? 100%. Especially since most of the bugs seem to be mostly just like appearance related. Yeah, it's just not mm. a little buggy. It's big buggy. That's a real big buggy. They're just like 98% of them are not game breaking, but there's a lot. Yeah. There's so many. You're just going to go, why is that not doing we, that? You know, it's kind of like, you know, we picked up Temtem and, and that was very buggy as well. For uh, sure. Yeah. And game breaking in a lot of times. Yeah. And yeah, you had some real stupid problems. I had some real dumb ones. And then but we you had know issues what? connecting with each other or just whatever. Kind of took a break from it. And I, and I I'd still want to hop back in and play some more of it, especially because they're adding features at this point. So this game is so good. I want to fucking play right now. Like bad. I, I'm like so into this game right now. But I'm just like, that's buggy though. 
Like, I've, I've never been this polarized on anything. Like, fucking when it comes to a game. Normally, if it's super buggy, I'm like, just wait a little bit. And then, come back. There's some real, real dirty but good feeling drugs right there. Oh, fuck, yeah. Some, some, <laughs> some dirty ass drugs that feel real good. So it's math. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> it's a nice hit of fucking heroin. Nice hit of ARPG. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, anything else? No, thank you. All right. Thank you, Greg Gooder, for the comment. Always enjoy your comments as well. Everybody who has commented, thank you for your comments. If your comment did not make it on the show, there's a real easy way to fix that. Put in hashtag AskTLG, and I'm going to look at that one and go, that's most likely going to be on the fucking show, unless you say some really crazy shit. And I'll be like, sorry, try again next time. Um, but yeah, thanks for the comments. I like doing this segment. It's always fun. Although I more and more want to, I'm considering making this a separate show because it, it takes a little bit, but I love doing it. So it's not going anywhere. Um, yeah. Before we close this out, anything you guys want to say about anything? We did a lot of talking already. Yeah. This, yeah. I was like, this is going to be a nice, relaxed, short episode. It never is. Uh, so yeah. Uh, as always, thank you for watching. Uh, Tastecast episode 1010. 1010. We're already there. We're in the future. Uh, I had someone recently tell me they lost their job in the future, and I was like, is that a metaphor? Um, <laughs> thanks for watching. As always, thank you for watching. Uh, like, like, subscribe. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying anymore. Um, like, subscribe. That's the joke for this episode. A taste cast. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like, subscribe. If you, if you enjoy this episode, make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Taste of the Gaming. Check out our streams. Links down below. You can watch us anywhere, all time. Uh, check out Discord. Link down below. Talk to us anytime, all time. Um, we have uh, iTunes, Spotify, and the podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And yeah, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. Yeah, I'm Chris. Until the next episode, which will be Taste Tuesday. I'll, I'll nail the fucking outro on that one, I, I swear. Uh, have a good night, guys, and take it easy.